Raven, what were you just trying to tell me? That you'd hit that ugly lady in the elevator? <laughs> I was saying that's definitely Karen. Oh, that's a Karen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking dumb bitch. No, I'm too afraid to try to get out of the elevator. We're watching Speed, everybody. Uh, hello, hello, hello. This is the Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast presents Songs to Sip to. Uh, our weekly, uh, kind of weekly when we decide we can get it out, uh, music show. Hopefully you've been following along. If not, if you're new, enjoy. We're going to fucking uh, do a top five today. Oh, before that, I'm Eddie Vegas, so you and know. I am Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. And I am Ray, other known as Dobby. That is true. He is Dobby. Um, yeah, so today, uh, being that it's the new year, we're trying to add some new stuff to the show to make it more of a show than just a straightforward uh, I played these songs. You like them? Okay. Like, and so, which is fine. I love that part of the show, but like, when you're a listener, you want a little more spice. You know, we, we need to start getting a little more dobbied up for these two, which I, I haven't been drinking lately because I'm, I'm on a mission to lose some weight. Plus, uh, we've been doing a lot of day shows. We've been doing a lot of day shows. But you know what, though? Like, this is, I, I wish I was drinking right now because tomorrow, I know I have it off. Do you have it off tomorrow? No, it's tomorrow. MLK Why? Day, son. Well, no, I don't have that off. <laughs> I've never gotten it off until the job I have right now. Uh, Dobby gets it off because it's a school holiday, right? You got it. Yeah, so me and him get to enjoy it. Uh, but anyways, um, so today would have been a perfect day because, let's uh, you know, what the fuck? Was it the playoff weekend, you know? Uh, lots going on in the world, obviously. But we're not going to get into the, the silly stuff that's going on because I'm definitely burned out of the media in the world yeah. so yeah we're here to try to give you guys a little bit of fun just wait a couple days i'm sure we'll get more yeah <laughs> oh, i'm just i'm gonna be honest i think what's today the 17th yeah so was that wednesday mm-hmm. the 20th i think i'm gonna just turn my phone off for a day yeah. and just not pay attention at all yeah uh because i'm over it all to be dead honest with you all but that doesn't matter here's what we're gonna do today we are gonna have a 80s <clears throat> Orama episode or whatever you want to call it, '80s Palooza, '80s Rayluza, whatever you want to do. No, that sounds bad because that makes scene? you sound like a loser, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. Have we done it? I feel scene? like we did. I'm sure it's come up before we because we're old and all of our memories are shot. And uh, I'm interested to see if some down the line you would want to do a '70s theme. I think I'd be probably the only one who would. No, no, no you're very. Well, that's a very ignorant statement, yeah. there, my friend. I could, um, definitely do that. Yeah. I could do that way easier than what well, depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. So, like, playing music, here's the deal. I can play a ton of music yeah. from the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, probably even in the 40s. Um, but the the top five topic is where it's tough. If like, cause, So, here's the deal, guys. We're going to do a top five in a minute, right? Yeah. We're going to try to start doing this. It's a fun thing just to have some, t- some discussions about. And then if you have a top five to go along with it, hit us up. Message us. Tell us what we, you know, how, what we did wrong or what you think that goes along with it. Or, uh, I don't know. Whatever the fuck you want to do. But today's top five uh, to go along. So it's a double theme. The main theme of the show musically is just an 80s theme. Play 80s music. Doesn't matter what genre. Doesn't matter what band or style. Pick something from the 80s. Just pick something from the 80s. So uh, realistically, that could go a million different ways. And that's what's fun about the open like era themes. You know what I mean? Like a decade theme. But as far as um, you know, like the the top five thing, we're, we're going to do top five underrated vocalists of the 80s and let me tell you what fellas that's where i hit a wall if this was the 70s ray i would have been able to do that i think i didn't realize easier for you for the 70s yeah i didn't realize how many how many bands i like 
started in the 70s yeah. i think is what the thing is and actually even songs that i like i always thought a lot of these songs were from the 80s like i like i listen i know it's gonna sound really stupid because a lot of this is pretty obvious but like i'm not gonna lie bad company i for some reason i had that as an 80s band in my head my whole life and they're yeah. not they're a 70s band i didn't know that like the first album came out like 76 yeah i thought the first album came out in like 81 i had no idea but like i grew up listening to like wrx and hjy and all the local rock and roll stations so that's like embedded in my brain you know and I love them. I love that band. I love a lot of that shit. But I didn't realize that they were around in like the seventies. I had no idea. Yep. Or even there's other bands, other singers, other. Yeah, there's a know. lot of other bands that branch off that started in the seventies. Yeah, man. But got big in the eighties. When 80s. their boom happened yeah, or something. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. You know, you don't really think about that. You don't. I don't know. It, it's it's an eye opening thing when you start doing stuff like this, because then you realize how much you have to actually research to make it make sense. So mind list is probably going to be weird to most people that listen because we're not going by genre either we're just it's just 80 singers yeah so i had to pull a big time rabbit out of my ass to try to fucking put five names together that i can even kind of classify as underrated and it's i'm gonna have to argue a few, a few of them so that's gonna make the the conversations happen but being that ray is the one who uh i'm gonna start musically in a couple minutes but we're gonna do our top five now if you guys are ready to get into that yeah um i'm thinking ray because you're the one who threw out the theme in general this week. You start with your top five, and yeah, then uh, are we gonna do like all of our top five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the whole point. All right, all right. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna. So do your top five. All right, and then we'll discuss it. Uh, should we, here's what we should do: Should we discuss the person's top five as they're going? Like if we like it or disagree or why? You know, make yeah, just do that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I would say, oh, Steve, do you want a glass? Uh, yeah, I'll have something. You want the Mitches or um, the? I'll take the Blaine's for now. All right. Um, all right, go ahead, Ray. All right, so I started off with uh, Pentagram's Bobby Liebling because they are okay. a somewhat big band, but at the same time, I feel like he doesn't really get a lot of recognition in the Doom scene. Yeah, and he also, they weren't a big band at the time. Either. Exactly. I mean, they technically did start in the 70s, like yep. we were just talking about, but uh, they branched off and there was a bunch of albums in the 80s that were pretty good. That don't get a lot of recognition, in my opinion. I actually have been on a that seventy sh- uh, not that 70s, <clears throat> that metal show kick lately. Yeah, and I watched an episode today where they they did they talked about that. They uh the I guess there was a pentagram documentary about Bobby Blanton yeah. or whatever, yeah. and like it was kind of real sad. Like I guess he was a wicked junkie and drug addict, yeah. and some dude like some fan pulled him out of like. Yeah, that's actually a really good documentary. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, they said yeah. that it was phenomenal. Yeah. So it was uh it was an episode with uh uh Alice Cooper and. Uh, Jack Russell, the singer of Great White. Yeah. And then they fucking, they brought that that up and they talked about how good of a documentary it is. And like, even Eddie Trunk is like, I really, he goes, I had no idea about that band. He goes, but that documentary is fascinating. Yeah, that's so. kind of how they made their comeback. Like, that documentary came out and then everyone got into Pentagram. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny that you brought him up because I, I literally, I watched that episode today. So yeah. it's, yeah. So that's, that's cool. I could pick there. So I've got that one. Then I've, uh, I've got Manila Road. Mark Shelton, because okay. uh, like I said, they're another underrated band in my opinion that didn't really get a lot of recognition for the time, but is really fucking good singing on it. So I consider him underrated. Uh, I've got Budgie's Burke Shelley. They originally started in the '70s, but branched out a little bit more and inspired bands like Metallica and stuff like that. Uh, 
So they kind of made the list. And uh, Sarah Thungles, Tim Baker. And I've got Rush's Getty Lee. That's my controversial one because it's a popular band. Worst band ever. But he's underrated because people like you guys hate him. No, I think Steve enjoys them. Really. Um, no. I'm, I'm, On the I'm fence. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they're popular, and there's plenty of people who love them, but there's plenty of people who hate, hate them. them but I think if they got into some of their stuff that they didn't really know, they might like it a little bit more. Yeah. See, and that's where I like the discussion because I wouldn't classify them as underrated at all. Yeah. Because well, they're a massive band. But I get it because yeah. I have I have one of those on uh, – actually, no. You know what? I don't anymore. I got rid mm. of it. I'll tell you the I had one on here. When I go through my list, I'll tell you who I had on here, and then I decided to take them off because of the, a similar reason. Yeah. Um, but I get it because you. I think you're looking at it more like the people like me. Because there's yeah, a lot that's of people what I'm like saying. me. That there's hate, a lot of there's it. a cult following of people who yeah. just yeah. hate Getty Lee. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Let's be real. No, the, my my no, biggest problem is yeah. his voice. I hate yeah. his voice. I yeah. I hate his voice. I don't get the lyrics. I'm not into that. Like that shit is too proggy for me. It's too yeah. much. It's too. It's too fucking. Man, I don't know how to even say it. Like it's uh. It's too. I don't know. I mean, I, I respect the music. I, guess. I, I yeah. maybe I should give it a more, a more of a chance, but I, I just can't stand that fucking guy's voice, man. His yeah. voice just it goes right through me. But there, I mean, there's a lot of big time bands that like you, that, that. You grew up with your mom liking Yes, right? She loves Yes. Did you roundabout. Like, yeah, did she, you like any of that? I don't stuff? really know it. Yeah, yes, like kind I don't of on that spectrum. I feel yeah. I feel like if if I li- if I if you played three songs, I'd know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, she was so my mom is weird. So she's nuts, but she's a you know beautiful soul. And that's why I love music the way I, I do. Um, I feel like is this that's way lower than that's nothing. Nothing doesn't do anything. Hello, 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 hello. All right, no, I don't know why I feel like that was. I'm normally used to seeing this, but I think it's because the music. I'm used to watching that way higher. Yeah. Anyways, that doesn't really matter. I just freak me out. I don't know. My brain's kicking in between uh, pre workout and coffee. So, um, so my mom was real big into like she saw the the roundabout tour. She was real big. In, she loves Little Feet. She loves. Uh, she liked Jethro Tull. She loved, but she also loved like Cat Stevens and Molly Hatchet and Jesus Christ. Uh, loved Jesus Christ Superstar, the musical. She loves like she loves. She's gotten. Uh, she's got a phenomenally eclectic group of mu- catalog of music. Yeah. You know, like she would sing me Neil Young when you know when I was young, like all the time. She would sing me a lot of him. And then there was there's just a lot of stuff that she she would she turned me on to so like I know when I hear certain things I'm like oh that's why I like this mm-hmm. you know what I mean because I heard it so much when I was a kid but like I I I just I don't I I couldn't pinpoint there's only a, a handful of bands that really you know like I I know I love the Almond Brothers I know you know Little Feet I respect for what it is and I, I don't know much I don't remember if she like Rush or not I feel like my dad kind of was into them but I I really can't remember my dad was more. Uh, Southern rock, like if it was Southern rock, you love it, like Black Crows and yeah. Leonard Skinner and fucking. See, like to me, the music was more of my following for Rush than Getty Lee. I understand that you don't like his voice for the most part, but then like most of the music, I just found so talented. So he was almost like second win to me in the band. Well, I mean, if if it helps, I also that's a big reason why I, I have a hard time listening to Iron Maidens because I don't really like Bruce Dickinson. Gotcha. Yeah. If that fruit fly, sorry. Um, uh, that's I mean, and if the funny part is I know how good Bruce Dickinson is, and yeah. I know how highly rated he is, but I'm just not the biggest fan of his voice. It's, yeah. it's like 
there's not enough there's no like there's no there's no rawness to it like it's all real yeah. clean it's all real high yeah and i respect that but like i like I some grit. yeah i like soul i like a little grit that's why i love halford so much because halford can hit the most amazing highs he can hit lows but then he he's got that he's got a fucking edge to him you know what i mean like if he needs yeah. to and that's what sets him apart to me in like the Iron Maiden Judas Priest discussion. Yeah. Like by a lot. Because I think he is the key, you know, that voice. But that's just where my brain goes. That's where my mind goes. Yeah. So I have a I have a hard time with bands or singers that are like their octaves are only higher notes. Mm. It's just it, after a while it goes through me. You know what I mean? Like even if the music's phenomenal, I just yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like soul too much. I like blues too much. I think that's what it is. So, but again, I that's a it's an interesting pick, and that's a good pick to yeah. to discuss. So I, I'm glad you picked something like that. Cause. I just figured I'd have to throw it out there because it just yeah it sat on the back of my head, and I was like, you know what, why not bring it up? I'll uh, you want me to go or you? Yeah. All right. So the honorable mention guy that I had on my list that was like that mm. was David Coverdale. All right. White Snake and fucking Deep Purple. I thought and, about White Snake. So yeah. I think that guy is phenomenal. Yeah. I think he's one of the best fucking rock, hard rock vocalist of all time yeah but th then i like looked him up today and i'm like oh a lot of his work was actually in the 70s and he his boom was in the 80s yeah um but like he's not underrated by any stretch my underrated thought process was i don't ever hear anybody talk about him yeah, yeah. now in, in our generation nobody ever talks about that guy you hear about the axel roses you hear about the fucking bruce dickinson's you hear about giddy lee you yeah. hear about all those people you don't hear about people like David Coverdale because they, I think they got lumped into the hair band thing, mm -hmm. but he's not an underrated singer, so I took him off my list. Um, so my underrated list, guys, this was hard. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this is one of the harder fucking things I've had to do in a while, and I'm the one who I think put this out there as an <laughs> idea. So fuck me uh, for doing this to my to myself. But the, my list is gonna go like this: it's gonna be artists that I feel are not only under underrated, but underrated for certain reasons so some of these might not be underrated and i have a controversial pick or two on mine too mm. i'm just going to kind of go for it um uh, uh dinah cancer from 45 grave uh they're an 80s punk crust punk like uh i played a couple of their songs in here their their biggest hit is party time from uh return of the living dead yeah which everybody knows that's my favorite horror movie of all time one of my favorite movies of all time i have the soundtrack on vinyl i fucking I love them, but if you listen to the, they only have like two albums out. But if if you listen to them, her voice, um, she's like in the underground of like punk, or even like Riot Girl music, which was a real big thing in the nineties. Um, she's looked at really heavily and highly for a lot of punk bands because it was there was like an edge to her that a lot of other bands didn't have. So I thought that would be kind of a cool thing to, to bring up. She's her voice is fucking awesome. And it's they all, all she sings about is like dead things and zombies and shit like that, which mm -hmm. is really cool. So, um, so get in, get into the, Ooh, my COVID test is, is ready. No, like I'm, I'm 100% not negative here guys. So you're good there. But, uh, then I have, uh, my controversial pick is Kenny Loggins or Kenny Loggins. You guys, I'm sure know who he is. Or know I know the him. name, but Danger I don't Zone. Know. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So here's the deal with Kenny Loggins, right? Yeah. The guy's been around since the '70s yeah. as like a just a musician. Here's why I picked him. Every fucking movie that we all or a lot of the movies that we all grew up loving yeah. has this guy's touch on it somehow. Yeah. So or even movies that we don't like but we know are huge, like Footloose, right? Yes, yeah. I'm a Footloose fan, but we all fucking know the song, Highway to the Danger Zone. 
meet me halfway from fucking over the top. But, like, you name it, dude. This guy's a couple guys. Big Lebowski. There's a couple guys. Like, like him. Like, what was it? Rick Derringer? Is that yeah, he's another, like, one. he's another one. He's the also dude. on the Big Lebowski. Yep. Yeah. So, the reason why I picked him as underrated is a lot of people don't realize that I'm pretty sure his other, his original stuff was more like rock and roll or like almost like southern rock. Like, the guy has a range that people don't know he has. Yeah. And I think that's what's amazing about it is so as a as an artist technically he's not underrated. Well, they're all loving you. Where the fuck are they coming from? I've seen it. It's on my there's fucking a, there's like two or three of them and they, they were not like, here earlier. They probably like the whiskey. Mic. Yeah, they probably they definitely like the whiskey. Uh, I think you just crushed your mic there, but no. <laughs> you just, yeah. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a stage mics. Yeah, yeah, put that back on there. It's like sliding onto Jimmy Hat. Good luck. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm not a pro in it either. Raincoat. <laughs> yeah. So I picked that because I th- I thought it was more of a. I I looked at that more like people don't realize if you actually look into the guy's catalog, where the fuck are they coming from? It's got to be the whiskey. I don't mm-hmm. even see them. Like that's what they're, they're attracted to. They're all flying above sure. him. Do you have anything in your pockets? Mm-hmm. No, it's no. definitely the whiskey. Yeah. That's fucking S- weird. Sweet things. I don't even know where yeah. the fuck they're coming from. Oh, the guinea pig cage. She, we give her fruit. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. They're not coming over here, though. <sighs> not yet. That's what I've seen. Yeah. Well, you're not as sweet as Ray. Guess not. You don't have as much sugar in your tank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways. Yeah, so I picked that as like kind of a controversial pick because like the guy's won Grammys. He's won awards and everything, but people don't realize that like he's actually... It, it's almost like... like like Kenny G, a lot of the people don't realize that guy. That guy started in a metal band. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they know him as that, like that elevator music bullshit saxophone. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think he started in uh, what was the fucking? I didn't know that either. Fuck! What the fuck was the band? Striper or one of those? Really? Yeah. What? Look him up real quick. Look up uh, Kenny G. <laughs> That's fucking weird. He's, he started as a uh, he started as a, a hair metal band guitarist in a band that we all like. You've heard of? A war? It's not Warren. It's I think it's Striper. Or something like that. But yeah, that, Kenny the, G metal. Yeah, there's a lot of guys like that that people don't realize that they started in metal and fuck, mm-hmm. fuck man. Like even even nowadays, Post Malone started in a metal band. Uh, yeah. Fucking Skrillex started in, in a fucking post hardcore band. People, there's talented musicians that just find a lane to write music in and make money. Yeah. And that's what happens. So yeah. that's why I picked that guy. Not that, I mean, not super controversial. Well, for a lot of people, metal starts out as kind of a phase, mm-hmm. and then they move on. Even Some people just want to see pussy and make money. That that too. You know, sure. and, that's, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's some, some band like that, like Striper or fucking Winger. or Yeah, see, now you're getting them. They were not, I haven't seen a Fruit Fly in my house in a long time. I see who's was in Magna Cum Laude. Magna Cum Laude. He was a metal guitarist. Yeah. He started out as a metal guitarist. I just can't remember what fucking band it was. G-Force? No. I can't remember. I don't know. The, the, we'll figure. I'll find I'll look for it in a little yeah. while. But, yeah, Kenny G started out as a fucking metal guitarist. Anyways. Drink this, yeah, you might as well drink it. Yeah, they're going, <laughs> they're going after the whiskey. It's weird. I don't know where the fuck they're coming. That's weird. Do I got one in there? Probably. Fuck it. Who cares? Drink it's, it. It's protein. Yeah. Don't be a puss. Um... Uh, number three is uh, Blackie Lawless. My boy. Motherfucker. Nobody talks about the guy. I don't know if he's got a bad rep. I don't know if people don't like him for some reason. I got to look into more of his history. I know he turned into a Christian and they won't play certain songs anymore. Mm-hmm. But Blackie Lawless in, the, in his day is one of the best rock and roll slash heavy metal vo- voices of the 80s of all time, in my opinion. When we, You want to hear grit 
fucking sleaze in a fucking singer. Yep. That's the fucking that's the prototype for me. And I know you're a big fan too. Mm-hmm. So now, what band's he from? Wasp. Wasp. Right. Huge fan of Black. Not Black. an underrated band, but yeah. no. Just, he's an underrated singer as far as you don't hear about him. You yeah. don't hear like you hear about fucking Vince Neil. You right. hear about fucking what's his name? Now talk about Michaels, overrated. You, hear, you know, mm-hmm. talk about overrated. Oh, vocals. that's another whole nother list. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be fun because then that would be a whole different story. But yeah, yeah I don't know where the fuck that shit's coming from. Definitely looking at whiskey though. Uh, then I have um, where I had David Coverdale. I have uh, Dave Bickler. And where Dave Bickler's from is a little band called Survivor. Yep. And uh, if you don't know who Survivor is, another soundtrack band, they blew up with the Rocky th- soundtracks with Eye of the Tiger and all the, a bunch of other songs from, the, from following movies after that. And they were the Bud Light Men of Mystery or Men of uh, whatever the fuck it was. They would play like music. If you look it up, you'd know the, the commercials. But that dude, amazing voice fucking the band's actually pretty good if you listen to the like the actual music and that's like you you know eye of the tiger but you don't realize that they were a fucking band a lot of band a lot of songs from the 80s movies and shit you don't realize like their their bands are yeah. great yeah. they just they had this one hit on this one movie and then like that's all anybody wanted to hear and mm-hmm. they got kind of shafted with it by that. well that's kind of like europe for me the yeah, yeah song yeah. i know is the final countdown yep. yeah but their <laughs> other music isn't bad if you yeah. listen to it it's just yeah. not you know there's a lot of bands like that that get that fucking a radio hit or they get that fucking movie credit back then and then pop culture takes it and like they get shoved to the side because metal fans don't want to like are too good for it mm-hmm. and then it, for whatever reason you know but dave bickler super underrated singer because like that band is good so cheesy but good so give uh, give survivor a shot and my number one is terry glaze anybody know who, who he's from no i have no idea no no oh no, I think Steve's being sarcastic, yeah. but I know Ray has no fucking clue. I don't. No? Pantera, original singer. Oh, all right. Yeah. Original singer. First yeah. three first three Pantera albums that people don't know about, yeah. don't talk about. Uh, that dude's got some fucking pipes, man. Yeah. If you listen to those albums, he can fucking sing. But it was like 80s like hair band shit. Yeah, super yeah. 80s. Yeah, it's very, very, very 80s. They were huge. You fucking see... All of the Van Halen uh, influence on those first three albums. Mm-hmm. Projects in the Jungle. And the other, what the fuck? Uh, wow, I'm bad Pantera fan right now. I used, I know those off heart, too. My, my brain's just going a million miles a minute. But I had to throw out Terry Glaze because he went on to do something else, too. I don't know, though. I don't remember the name of the band. But he's gone on to do a couple other things, and they just never really took off. But the guy can sing. So Terry Glaze, Pantera. Cool. All right, that's my five uh, underrated vocalists. Go ahead, Steve. All right. Um, my first one is gonna be uh, Biff Byford from Saxon. Saxon, mm-hmm. denim and leather. Yep. I thought uh, about Saxon when I was doing this. Yeah, kind of. I mean, they're a known band, but to me, they're also a little bit underrated. Um, he's definitely underrated for sure. First, I'd say probably four albums are all classic to me. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, the ones after that were good too, and I I think they still continue to make albums. Today. He put out a solo album last year. Did it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think they had a new fucking single on my fucking Spotify this week. Yeah, they, yeah. I, I didn't listen, but um, yeah, I, I think I had that in mind, too. Ray's worried about fruit flies in this shit. <laughs> Just drink, bud. Yeah, Just we're, drink. We're going to get wasted because we're going to have to Ooh. drink this fast. <laughs> All right, uh, number two. I like that pick. You're right about that, because that's a band I need to listen to more of myself. Yeah, I thought about I thought about uh, playing them today, because I was just going to play like underrated like 
new wave of British heavy metal bands, but instead I, I went a little bit, bit of a different route. Um, this one, uh, I think his name is Giz, G-I-Z-Z, but, B-U-T-T. Could be Jizz Butt, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with yes, yes, Alex. Yes, yes. Jizz Butt. Uh, Jizz Butt. English Dogs, um, another underrated uh, new wave of British heavy metal band. Yep. Um, they, I've heard of them, they're good. I think they, I mean, they were still putting stuff out as of 2014. Yeah. And he's been in uh, a bunch of other bands that you may or may not know. Um, let's see. Um, Sabat. Sabat. Yeah. At War. Police Bastard. Um, let's see. Fields of the Nephilim. Yeah. Prodigy. Um, yes, I think that Prodigy. Yeah. So he's kind of been all over the place. Uh, number three. I'm going to go with, um, I, wow, I can't think of his name right now. The dude from Venom, Kronos. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I looked into that, too, but I had a feeling. I figured one of you guys would bring them yep. up. So I, yeah. I, I Obviously not a good vocalist in the traditional sense, but he Unique. was the first guy that I can think of that had that kind of growl yeah. bark to him. And then, obviously, everyone just ran with that and yep. progressed it into, you know, fucking, you can have... There's all kinds of stuff that progressed from that. Death Actually, metal, thrash metal. That's funny that you brought him up because I was I was rewatching that uh the fucking uh banger. Yeah, the banger TV extreme metal yeah. thing or whatever and they do a good a good chunk on Venom, which is fucking awesome. So, if you have never seen it, I should, we should put that in there. You should probably check that out. It's fucking dope. What's oh, that you on? Seen that? It's, it's on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. All right. It was a VH1 thing. Remember they did the uh Metal Evolution. Yeah, they did Metal Evolution and they went through like Sabbath to Iron Maiden to like Shock Rock and yeah, they did and, uh, everything. They didn't. They did. You guys do are familiar metal. with that YouTube channel? Was it Metal Mythos? Yes. Yeah. The fucking Dennis Miller uh, guy. Uh yeah, the guy with the fucking shades. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that guy's awesome. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I just uh, put in my queue the fucking Bathory. Uh, That's a good one. What do you call it? It's like a little documentary on Bathory. Yeah. So and, for anyone who doesn't know, and you you said you haven't seen it. Ed? Uh, Metal Mythos. It's a no. YouTube channel. I don't. I don't know. You them. should look that up. It's good. Yeah, I think. I think his name is actually the Rageaholic. He does these political rants and shit, but he's also a big metalhead, and he yeah. does. He puts together these metal documentaries. He's got Sabbath, Priest, that's cool. Venom, yeah, uh, Dark Throne. That's cool. All kinds of shit. I love. They're all pretty good. You guys yeah. know I love shit like that. Yeah. I'm a sucker for stuff like that. I've been. I've been going back and watching all the fucking, all the, the that metal show because I'm finding bands I wouldn't have given a chance to five ten years ago. Yeah, and I'm I'm loving it, man. Oh, did you watch that? Not to cut you off real quick. While it's on my brain, I wanted to ask you: Did you watch that Silver of uh, Silver and Blood review? I did. Would you think? I think she did a good. good job. It was good. I mean, I feel like for me, that's like just an oddball album. You know, like my musical taste is fucking off the fucking like wall in so many different yeah. directions. That album just appealed for me since day one. You yeah, know? I just wanted to show you that because yeah. that's kind of what we're talking about doing soon is yeah. doing like album reviews. We don't need to go that fucking deep, but the yeah. way that channel is, follow that channel on YouTube, banger. They put up. Every fucking metal, all kinds yeah, of Yeah, that's the same girl that I got some of my uh, reviews when we were doing it a couple of years ago, I think. we were. That's the girl in Smolder. She's yeah. the singer. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, go ahead. That was four? That was three. three. Okay. Four, mm -hmm. um, John Oliva from Sabotage. Okay. So that's a band I don't know that well. I know I know that they're real yeah, good. Yeah, I don't though. know Sabotage too much. Yeah, early, uh, early Sabotage stuff is pretty good. They uh, A couple guys went on to do Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Gotcha. Um, so he's got a real unique style. It could probably, probably take some getting used to. He does these weird little, weird little John Oliva isms. 
Yeah. Um, I like see that's the thing about vocals nowadays, man. It's there's no originality anymore. Yeah. How like there just really isn't any in pretty much any genre anymore. There's no originality anymore. Yeah, he does little things, and I I've heard people copy them since then just because of the influence, and you know, same with the uh, the dude from. Uh, Celtic Frost, he does his ooh, ooh. and everyone, everyone yeah, kind of took that. Everybody so. took that. Typo yeah. took it. Fucking yeah, yeah. every hardcore band ever. Yep. And uh, along the lines of the controversial pick, I'm going to go Paul Diano, original Iron Maiden singer. Gotcha. Because he has that grit and he can go high and he can, he's just more raw altogether. A lot the of old, people say that that, like, the old Iron Maiden that. stuff is almost like, it's like punk almost. It's it? all, it's, I mean, it's new wave of British heavy metal, but yeah. it definitely has a bigger like punk street punk influence. Yeah, yeah. because of because of him, and it's, yeah. to me, it's way better. I've I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, that it's that he was better. He just was a drug addict or something. So. Yeah, he had some kind of issue. Wait a wait 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 a minute. Jiff in a squeezy bottle, a squeezy package. The fuck? I mean, dog. I would sit there and mainline that shit oh, yeah. for a fucking for hours. Sure. I go through one of those tub things Chris, when the pandemic shit happened Kristen's mom goes to BJ's so she they sell the big ass two pack bro I went through two, both of them in like two and a half weeks I was I, just I think spoonfuls. I eat more off the fucking knife than I do having a peanut butter and jelly or yeah, yeah I don't eat bread whatever. yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I, I don't I don't eat bread so yeah. oh let me tell you something man I've been fine all kind of, I bought a, a waffle maker yep we make we're making fucking chaffles. It's uh, egg and mozzarella cheese, and like you literally just like mix them together and mm. put it in a waffle maker. I haven't used the new one for it yet. Sounds but, good. Well, what's dope? Is that Jennifer Anderson? Yeah. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, she was she looking at me. Yeah. See that? She knew. <laughs> she heard me. <laughs> uh, so we've been using this like little like kind of cheesy one that I have. It makes like Ninja Turtle thing or whatever. So we use that. You can use them as buns for like burgers. Yeah. But it's all protein. Bomb. But it's then got I've, a hint of caramel. I've been wanting to make. Uh, that's probably what the fruit fly is going for. Mm-hmm. Um, I just bought it like a legit thing last night. Make it like Belgian style waffles. And I make them. Uh, made them last night and I made one today. Pro out of protein powder and it's like an egg and blah blah blah. But like I've been I use it as a breakfast sandwich. So mm-hmm. I made like a protein powder waffle and it looks and feels just like a regular waffle. It's the a waffles little dry wouldn't inside. Be considered but... like bread, like carbs. No, because it's not made out of bread. There's no carbs in it. Everything that's everything that is made out of. Oh, oh, it's not a, it's not like a waffle. Actually, it looks. If I made I, it right I, now, I you wouldn't know saying. any different. I get what you're saying. I'm telling you right now, it's made out of all the same, similar stuff. Yeah. So you you use a half cup of uh, whey protein powder, vanilla preferably, so it's like uh, like a baseline, mm-hmm. and uh, you put one egg, a teaspoon of uh, baking powder, so it rises. Um, instead of water, you use three tablespoons of sour cream, so it's got like a, it just cooks different. And it's sour cream, no no carbs or anything in it. Protein, uh, whey protein. It's fuck almost forty grams of protein in the waffle. That an egg is protein and healthy. There's no carbs in any of it. Mm-hmm. Baking powder doesn't have any carbs in it. Yeah, when you said waffle, I was picturing you're like, picturing a waffle, a waffle with mm. all that stuff inside. No, 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 no. You make a waffle out. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 and it looks like it's a waffle. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. But I made like uh, and the one I got is like the Belgian style, so it's like the the round that you cut into the. It has like the grid, so you can make it in different pieces. Yep. Triangles. So then I made a fucking two egg uh, ham and cheese omelet, and I cut it in half and stuck it between the thing for me and Kristen. So I, I had forty five grams of fucking protein, zero maybe four carbs total, and fucking I, I felt amazing. You know, so it's the shit you can do. The shit the internet can tell you you can do with things nowadays yeah. is fucking mind boggling. Yep. So if you're trying to eat healthy, it's not hard, man. 
and it all fits into what I'm doing right now. So it's, anyways, I just wanted to say that that was, was a good idea. Also, I've been eating the fuck out of some chicken wings lately, man. I'll tell you what. Had some bomb-ass chicken wings at fucking uh, Dan's place yesterday. That's the story for later on. But, all right. Good list, guys. I think that was fun. Yeah. So, now we get where my, like, idea was with mm. it or me bringing that to the table. It's not a crazy idea, but it's... It's something to add. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just, hey, a little bit of fun. So, hopefully, if you guys listen to that, what are we, like, 20 minutes in, half hour in? 33 minutes. Yeah, yeah man. We're good. Now, we'll go through these fucking tunes. So, if you guys are ready, let's uh let's rock and roll like Nat King Cole. Let's do it. He's also a singer, Ray. Nat King Cole. Yes, he is. I thought Nat King Cole was a girl. Nope. No, it was Natalie, Natalie Rubulio. Cole. Was it? He has a daughter. I can't remember her name. I thought Nat King Cole was the, the black chick. No, black, black man. Guy. Yeah. I think Natalie Cole might be his daughter. Is that the one I'm thinking of? That she's she probably. did a song. I, remember, I know you would know it if you heard it. Yeah. I think I know. I think I know. I don't want to turn I'm it good. Up you plugged in. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Don't you worry about me. I'm ready when you guys are. Ready. I'm good.
Next in a Let's plug a bomb in everyone's ass They don't keep us alive We're gonna fight for the right Below all the bodies of the dead And you saved Make the world scared Come on, show me the sign of victory in on that one all right if Hold man on, guys listen sandra bullock or jennifer aniston sandra bullock i actually sandra would bullock. probably go with you on that one yeah yeah mm, okay well today or then i mean she's still pretty they're all both still pretty hot today mm. jen wins today if you see she looks better now than she did 20 yeah, years ago yeah 30 years ago i think i'd still go with sandra bullock mm. sandra was in the 90s was was my jennifer girl. aniston today has a little too much of that Karen look. Mm. Depends. On, well, you ever seen Horrible Bosses? No. <sighs> Horrible Bosses. That Dude. will change your mind. Right oh, now. it will. One. <laughs> oh my God. She's a fucking pig in that movie. Dude, bad. Like it's fucking. It's amazing. <laughs> I will <laughs> let her knock me out any day. All day it. long and take whatever slutty pictures she wants. I don't give a fuck. Dude, the, the best part. That's the best joke in that movie when she when Charlie Day is like talking about how bad his his boss is, and then the other two guys are like, well, I don't mean that doesn't sound so bad. You have a hot boss that's fucking trying to bang you. <laughs> like, the other two again, like Shaft. I have to go back dickens. and watch that movie again. Oh my actually, god, the it's first so, one. The first, the, fir- one. the yeah. second one's good too, but the first one. Yeah. The second one, there are jokes in it that are very funny. Yeah. But the, the whole movie is okay. Is that yeah, the or yeah, the the the, the Nickerdale. <laughs> like, you happen I'm, to hear uh, Bill Burr making fun of these fucking mirror fucking things? No, but no. I've heard about them. Oh my no. God, it's fucking hilarious. Bill Burr lately has been fucking killing it. Yeah, he's yeah. been he's been on a fucking tear lately. Um, so listen, guys, if if at least two of those songs didn't want you to like get up, chug a fucking beer, grab a Harley, and a fucking hot girl's ass, yeah, I don't know what you, will. You all should at least know two of those songs. I didn't uh, look. I didn't go for obscure today. I went for fucking. Let's have some fun. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know the second one at all. That was a little obscure. But uh, I went more for like I sandwiched it with like mood change, like mood yeah. swingers. You know, yeah. I wanted to have some fucking fun today. We're going '80s, guys. I mean, I could have gone a million different ways, but I want to have some fucking fun. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it the way I want to say it. But um, all right. Uh, first, I don't know if Ray knows either one of the other two bands, so I'm gonna have you go first. I honestly did not know the first song. Okay. Uh, sleazy 80s hair metal Good high vocals uh, There was uh, 
this is where Steel Panther got their chops, for sure. Uh, I gave this a two and a quarter. It wasn't bad. Uh, this is Wasp. All right. It is Wasp. Yeah. Fuck Like a Beast. Uh, what is it to say? Animal. A fuck Like a Beast. Yeah. 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 A classic and ties into Blackie being underrated. Three. Yeah. My man. At least Steve gets where I'm going. I never really listened to Wasp. So. Woo! First two. First two. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. the third one isn't bad. The yeah. third one and the fourth one are okay, but the first two are fucking yeah. phenomenal. Dude, like, sleazy, hard rock, metal. Like Same thing with the last pick. I'll, we'll get there, though. Yeah. Like, this, to me, is, like, is 80s metal. Like, yeah. this, the problem is, is a band like this got tied in with, like, the hair metal band and the glam mm, metal, but right. they're not. They're they're from Texas. They're, this is a drinking band. This yeah. is a fucking go to a bar, maybe get into a fight, have a good fucking time. Like, you'd want to see the, you'd want to see a stripper to this song. You know what I mean? I felt like, the same way about real early Motley Crue, and then they turned yeah. into a hair metal band. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, real, like, fucking uh, Shout of the Devil era yeah. was, they, they looked just like this. Yeah. They, they were just. Badass biker dudes, they, you know, they happen to wear a little mascara, like little guy liner back then went a long way, you know, that's all. But the this is off the first album. This is the opening track on the first album. So gotcha. 1984, this is the first song you hear from this band. What do you do? You go, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, we're in for some fucking fun. Because the rest of the album is amazing, too. Love Machine, fucking uh, I Want to Be Somebody. That's a bigger song. A lot of people know that. Yeah. Uh, then the second album, Wild Child. I mean, I've played that song on, on the show before. I fucking love Blackie Lawless's voice. I think he's really original. Um, this is in the era of like the Brian Johnson from uh, ACDC being real big. Yeah. Eventually, uh, Axl Rose got big. Like that real fucking raspy. Like I don't even know how you figure out that that's gonna be a good thing for a band. Mm-hmm. Like how do you figure out that that voice is gonna do something? But it's it's awesome. Yeah. Once we get uh, vinyl nights back up and running, I'll have to bring the vinyl over. Nice. Yeah. I I, I gotta buy that on vinyl. I gotta get them. I know you. I'm jealous that you have those two. I fucking love them, man. I love those fucking. I love those first two albums. They're so good. Anyways, uh, enough about that. Um, second track? Yeah, go for the second track, right? I got uh, into some more new wave feel. Catchy, like the bass line. Sounds familiar. Can't pinpoint it. Almost has a cure feel to it. Strong heaviness on the keys mixed uh, with the background guitar. Uh, not too subtle on the guitar, but mixed in well. I gave this a 2.75. Cool. Cool, yeah. Nice little uh, bass line and atmospheric guitar lick that kind of goes throughout the song. Uh, vocals fit the atmosphere perfectly. I like the dragging organ or keys in the background. This needs a... Oh, my fucking phone went off. This needs a big catchy hook uh, to grasp onto. Uh, there was a, the hook was good, but I wanted something like... A little bit more, more, yeah. more, more to grasp onto. Uh, Would have been a three, but I felt it needed that bigger hook. Got a tad drawn out in the end. Uh, looking forward to checking out the band, though. 2.8. Dope. I'm not going to lie. The, the song Honey Dick Me Too. I know the song, too, and I just... I forgot how long that middle section is, but it's... 80s dance music, new yeah. wave dance music. So, if you were in a fucking nightclub in the middle of fucking Britain, yeah, you're like, you I don't want this to end. You would have yeah. been banging rails of coke and fucking having grinding, a blast. bumping and grinding. Yeah, um, this is Killing Joke. All okay. right, um, this band is well known for being a band that influenced unbelievably amounts of fucking musicians. Mm-hmm. You can, and when you listen to some of their music, you can hear where people ripped them off. Like even in that song. The opening drum beat sounds like like three different Nirvana songs, and they're all over the place too, right? Don't they have like more thrashy kind of stuff? The later, later? stuff started what going is, a little bit. Is heavier. it Killing Joke or something Killing? Doesn't Megadeth have a band? Uh, Dave Mustaine have another project? It's Killing something. I can't fucking remember Not now. Sure. I'm gonna have to look that up. There's a uh, well, there's a, a hardcore band that's something like that. It's mm. Killing. Uh, I can't think of it right now. Fuck, not Killing Time. Uh, oh my god. Killing Joke, well, Killing Joke's also the name of a, a, a Batman 
yeah. thing with uh like it was like a novella and they turned it into a rated r cartoon a couple of years ago it's really good it's when the joker kills like they he actually like kills people and he kills robin i think i think it's called killing joke yeah yeah it's called killing joke yeah. that that like novella thing but yeah. this i think the thing you're thinking of ray is uh fuck god damn it it's bothering me now yeah i know i know what the fuck that is too because people of, get uh, confused hardcore we were talking about frozen souls uh new album earlier and i don't know them but maybe you do a um, couple of the guys from that band started out in a hardcore band called End Times. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I know of them, yeah. They yeah. weren't real big. They were just kind of, just they were, kind of like an underground. Yeah, yeah. I know of yeah. them. Um, but that, a lot of that's where the music's going right now, yeah. which is kind of cool. The underground's starting to take back over. Yep. <clears throat> Fuck it. Um, yeah, I, it's, that's blown. That's is that that candle off. that smells that good? That is a good smelling candle. It's like, it smells like incense. It's like a three hundred dollar candle, three six hundred dollars, something like that, some crazy shit. I mean, I wouldn't pay that, but it no, smell good. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, gay guy bought it, so you know there it's gonna be nice. Go. Uh, hey man, they smell better than we do. Let's just put it that. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. You know, can't lie. Um, this is off an album called Nighttime. It came out in uh, nineteen eighty five. They have the first album came out in like nineteen eighty, I think, and then. They have some other stuff. The album from 2003 has got like a Joker face on it. I think I played something off that early on. I'm almost I think you played Killing Joke before. I have an old uh, Killing Joke album that I picked up at Time Capsule a couple months ago. And Isn't I, this? I, I fucking swear to God I played something off this a long time ago. I don't remember. But they've they've changed their sound a few times. But yeah. they were one of the original like like The Cure and Sisters of Mercy yeah. and like that, yeah. that new wave goth shit. Um, the first album is... It's kind of tough to listen to. You definitely have to be on drugs to listen to it. Then once like nighttime came around, and they had a couple other albums after that. I, I know like handfuls of songs, but this is a song called "Love Like Blood." Love yeah. like blood. Um, check it out if you're into this kind of stuff. They're one of the originals. They're no, one I of the ones it. that influenced a lot of people. Yeah. So I think that they deserve a lot more credit than what people realize. So uh, I wanted to give them a chance. The old shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, "Love Like Blood," great song. Third track. Uh, third track. Yeah, go ahead, Ray. Can't go wrong with Accept. Great track. Love the spoken lyric behind the simple guitar. Good build in the track. I give this a three just because it fucking is what it is. Not much to say. Don't really uh, know their whole catalog. Anything really outside of this track, to tell you the truth. But I uh, am looking forward to giving them more of a listen. Yeah. 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 yeah um, under 80s, 80s band. Still making great music today. They could have made your fucking uh, singers list. Yeah, I agree. Really well, and it almost did, but then I was yeah. like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to yeah. play it. Still dropping albums. Still making very good albums. Yeah. Um, not that, much to fast say. like a shark great fucking tunes yeah. yeah um i when i was a kid i used to think this was acdc yeah i a lot it's really easy to think that yeah, yeah, because of the vocals well that and they had a song called big balls yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've got big balls yeah you've got big balls uh, i also gave it a three yeah yeah fucking balls to the wall the name of the album the album came out in 1983 this song is a banger for what it is. Yeah, I just not. looked on uh, Metal Archives. They have an album coming out this year. Also. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, except Badass Band. This is another band I need to give more of a... I need to give more of a chance to also. Yeah. I mean, they've been putting out music since, what, fucking 1981? Yeah, yep. 1981. And they've been consistent. Like, they had an album in 2017, yep. 2014. Yeah, 17, 18, 14, yep. 12, 2010. Like, hey, man, you know, some bands, I think, just need more of a chance. Yeah, look at that. A song fucking... fucking from 2021 what uh, they have an album dropping this year so they probably just released it that came out on january 15th guys this single there you yeah. go fuck i didn't know that, that was I didn't what, even know. friday yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fuck i had no idea so anyways there you go um so that's a band i think everybody needs. that's another band just yeah. like wasp i think yep. needs way more credit and uh probably more because they've been 
so consistent and they've been around for a long time and and that fucking song dude holy christ if you if that song doesn't get you going you're fucking you get you gotta check your veins man because yeah. you're fucking you probably you're probably doing some dumb shit before ray goes i gotta pee yeah all right i was actually just gonna fucking uh, get up and do something myself so when you come back i'll, I'll jump up myself i haven't had the pee yet i'm not as bad as last week because I've, I've had some like substance in my stomach but yeah so uh ray you going next i guess so all right uh, i think uh it's right here so I'm interested to see where you guys go with this, uh, and I'm interested to see if my picks swayed you guys at all, because I know you guys were both kind of debating on what to play. Whoa, whoops. That's the fucking fourth time I've knocked that, it. Yeah, pulled that thing. Yeah, so uh, listening to, watching Speed, listening to some fucking 80s metal, man. I don't give a fuck. This is a good time. That music, just, man, that era, just amazing. Amazing. And so it's all, all the, a lot of it's original, you know, like each band had their own little thing. The recording process or the production on a lot of those bands were fucking amazing. Uh, gee, I mean, what an era for music, man. The, the, all the poppy stuff. Like, I almost went that way, too. I almost went more, like, new wave pop. Like, I, I Jesus Christ, Oingo Boingo. You know what I mean? Like, that has, has fucking hits. People don't even realize, you know? There's so many bands like that that, I don't know. The um, 80s might be the best era is, in music. This is... It's so fucking decisive. Like it's like well, this is last minute. Like, do I want? Oh, you're still it? trying to pick? Uh, I, I like it. it. No, no, no. I got, I got it. Take your time. I gotta get up in a second and pee. All right, I'll be right back. Steve. Yes. Eighties. Quite possibly, quite arguably, the best era in music of all time. What do you think? Um, that's it. That's I mean, possibly. There's a lot of crap in the. There's a lot of crap in every era. I feel it was there was more crap. I think it's like the 90s are getting more of a pushback like right now with music and in general with the heavy scene. A pushback? And so what do you mean by pushback? A pushback, I mean like you're seeing more of the old scene brought back. Like they're really yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. that back. I think that's how music kind of goes. Like, But even with that being said, I think that the bands of the 80s I like more for bringing that back now. For bands like uh, I can't think of the fucking name of it. I put it on uh, one of my. I played it before too. Stallion. No, um, I'm talking about uh, the '80s style sound and stuff. Um, I think Stallion's kind of '80s. They kind of sound like Iron Maiden. <clears throat> but I was going like in like that. that new wave thing. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely big. There's on the bands like trail even right Carpenter Brute and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like uh, bands bringing that back, and I like that being brought back right now. So. Yeah, I mean that's kind of a theme everywhere that's that's being brought back a lot of the 80s like traditional kind of metal like stallion is being brought back yeah and if you go into the late 80s early 90s old school death metals on the way back old school hardcore everywhere everyone's just going towards old school there was a point where everyone was trying to like break the mold and do something completely new and all those bands like they just sound like shit to me. Not, yeah. And it's not even a nostalgia thing. They were just trying to create something that wasn't there. Music is supposed to um, kind of be structured and everything. And people were doing like these weird things that didn't even sound musical. And they were just kind of all over the place. There's a very succinct structure to, to good music. Yeah. And it goes across all genres. And when you fuck with that it doesn't really go anywhere. And I think that's why everyone's going kind of back towards old school and trying to throw their own little uh, nuances to it. I, I There's a lot people complain though. People are like, 
oh, it's just a clone of this band. It's like, well, that band isn't making music anymore. Don't you want more music by that yeah, band? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking silly. So uh, what you said you were having trouble picking. Uh, exactly I figured it out now. Yeah, I figured it out. <clears throat> were you deciding between like. I was kind of playing. Bes- I was playing between heavy and kind of new wave, but yep. I, I know where I'm going. Yeah. Did you mix them up, or you just picked one? I think I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm ready to fucking hear some music. Yeah. Come on, Ed. Sorry. We're ready to hear some music. I'm trying to get some. Dude, I'll just pause it for two seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, I need some
Damn. There it is. Well, all right now. Get on you. And caught me off guard. It did. I didn't expect it to end there either, but I'm actually glad that it did because it didn't prolong itself. That's why I kind of played the slower track in the middle. Sequencing. I like it, Ray. Sequencing. Um, all right. Um, well, Steve, it's up to you. You want to go first or sure. you want me to go? It's up to you. All right. First track. Uh, as it came on, I definitely would have guessed 90s on this. Uh, weird pitch-shifted vocals. Very straightforward guitar and drum pattern like most uh, New Wave style stuff. Uh, vocals are a little different, obviously, than most New Wave style stuff. Wondering, wondering if these vocals had any influence on Manson. Two point three. Cool. Um, <clears throat> but I kind of new wave feel until the vocals hit. I dig the music a lot, and the uh, the vocals are surprising me uh, as far as like how much I'm in, like, how much I'm enjoying them. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I was gonna like that with the uh, with the style of music, considering like I'm a real big fan of that new wave stuff. Me and Steve we go back and forth with it all the time. I I play a lot of that. You play a lot of that. <clears throat> so I wasn't sure like how I was gonna take it, but overall, I ended up really uh, having fun with the song. Um, I give it a 2.75 because it surprised me. Cool. So catching me off guard is a good thing sometimes. Sometimes it's not, though. But sometimes it is. All right. So this is <clears throat> a band that Steve brought up earlier. This is Fields of Nephilim. Uh, Nephilim. I thought it might be. Yep. Okay. Uh, and this is Chord of Souls off of that. And uh, this came out in 88. Put the mic more in front of you. Yeah. This is uh, Chord of Souls. This came out in 88. Cool. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Uh-oh. That's one of those bands that uh, gets talked about within that kind of music a lot, but yeah. I've never completely dove into I, before. I kind of played off and on with them, and uh, I like a lot of their stuff, but I think I like more of their stuff that they do in the 90s. Yeah. Um, this is the earlier stuff. This is actually... I like this a lot. This whole album is actually incredible. How much did they change in the 90s? Did they um, They got a little or? bit more heavy. Heavier? Yeah. Okay. I can see it. All right, second track. Uh, listen to that 80s snare. A bit more traditional style of new wave, good atmosphere, some almost Spanish-style guitar playing at certain points. I gave this a 2.5. Cool. <clears throat> I put out, sounds like some fantasy shit. Very majestic. Feels like it belongs in The Princess Bride. Uh, not a bad tune, pretty whimsical, but it, I don't know. Something about it just wasn't grabbed me, which is weird because I didn't hear new wave out of this one where Steve did. Yeah. I heard more like... <clears throat> Dancing in the fucking woods with flutes and shit. Yeah. Um, which we all know really isn't my thing. Um, it wasn't bad for what it was. It just, it was like, it caught me off guard after the last one because it was so whimsical, you yeah. know? <clears throat> but that's a good range in the 80s. 2.25, not a bad song. Just yeah, not, cool. not my thing. I, I really legitimately was hoping that they were going to play the flute. Yeah. I thought was, I thought for sure that was going to happen. It's going to happen. And it didn't happen. Yeah. That or I didn't hear it, but... Yeah. I was Would it have gotten a higher score if the flute came out? Or No. <laughs> it got a good score because it didn't happen. Right. But I was 100% expecting you to look over at me and be like, huh? Yeah. yeah. Fucking loser. Yeah. Fucking picking on me for liking trolls and shit. <laughs> but, I'll tell you the truth, though. I have looked for more bands with flutes just because. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. I'll find more shit like Mickey Avalon for you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> this is a band called The Gun Club. Uh, this is fuck? called uh, Breaking. <laughs> that doesn't make sense with the way they sound at yeah. all. But that's it's awesome. called the Breaking Hands, and uh, let's see, this album right here is from '87. Okay, all right. What uh, what would that be considered? Uh, I would kind of put them 
in the middle with New Wave. In the middle. I would consider them also at the same time kind of like controversial for the time. Like their lyrics were kind of driving away with, you know, what's going on in the world. So, I don't know. Political at the same time, too? Yep. Uh, I don't know. Anybody else always forget that after the bus stops, there's still movie left in this movie? Yes. I'm always... Yeah, the fucking subway. Oh, holy shit, you're right. I forget about that. I legitimately always forget. I only remember the bus. Yeah. I always forget. Then don't don't they go to the guy's house and it blows up? He's got to decapitate Dennis Hopper. True. I don't think I've seen this in 20 years. (laughs) It's a fucking good movie, man. It holds up, too. What better, uh, better Dennis Hopper weirdo? This movie or Waterworld? <laughs> I have to say this. I I like He's this the best because part it's of more realistic. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. But he is without a doubt the best part of Waterworld. He is a fucking <laughs> lunatic in that movie. Horrible movie. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Kristen had never seen it before. We watched it a couple months ago, and like the whole time, I'm fucking, I'm like, good lord, this movie was a fucking tremendous piece of shit. Right. Expensive piece of shit. Oh, very. At the time, the most expensive movie of all time yeah. because of all the water. It's it's impossible to work with water. And that much where the whole thing is like that? <laughs> Fuck that. Anyways, Dennis Hopper. Oh, also right. Easy Rider. He gets yes. his fucking head blown off by a bunch of hillbillies. Right, <clears throat> track three. Uh, Blistering Solo kicks it off. Lots going on. More guitar-driven, guitar-driven stuff than most of the stuff played tonight. Some nice bass and drum before the guitar drops back in and does some more scale work. Dude is going ham now, and then the song was over, and I had to sit up and take care of the mixer. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Uh, didn't score it yet. Uh, looking back on it, I'd probably give it like a 2-7. Cool. All right. <clears throat> some shredding nice and early. Nice rager. Oop, wait a minute. Honey dick me. Uh, slows back down. Nice pace changes, though. Still, still intriguing me. Uh, great musicians for sure. Um, I really enjoyed the the drum esque solo, uh, solo esque section rather I should say, not drum esque. Obviously, it was drums. It was an esque drums. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Damn, haircuts were ten dollars back then. There's still ten dollars nowadays, but that was a lot back then. You know. Yeah, in the hood. Yeah. No, I mean yeah. in general. Fucking nineteen ninety. I mean, no, nineteen ninety. I guess by that point. Is that when this Hollywood, came out? Ninety three or four. Okay. This is like this mid-90s. was around the epitome of the crow at the same time they were came out around the popular. same time yeah, yeah. Um, obviously it was already Point Break had already come out so he was already kind of making names for himself and then yeah. this was like what blew him up though yeah this was the movie that like people didn't know he could act until this anyways <clears throat> uh, Keanu was who we were talking about um, also I always I'm a Dumb and Dumber fan so I always it's always hard for me to separate fucking uh, Harry Harry from anything else that fucking <laughs> Jeff Bridges has ever done what's that <clears throat> so uh, yeah uh, drum solo section let me get this the fucking oh there's a little knot we can get that out um, drum solo section uh, building back into the guitar and the bass solo work um, parts of this are not normally my thing but because I, I actually enjoyed a lot of the the musicianship in this I'm going to give it a three because the the music deserved it. I don't know if the whole song deserved it, but the music definitely deserved it. Cool. So I, I'm going to give it a three. This is uh, Brockus Helms' first album, Black Death. Right. This is the last track <clears throat> on it. This is called uh, uh, Fall of the Curtain. Excuse me. Uh, this is another underrated band from the 80s, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, great band. Everything that they've done has just been fucking killer, in my opinion. And it was just kind of a last minute. Just let me throw a couple fucking semi-soft tracks and then throw something heavy at the end. Cool. 
Mm. I liked your flow tonight. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> I have to. Speaking of flow, I have to go. Tinkle? Flow like the Ooh. TV show. Okay. Uh, oh, God damn. Now I got like. Well, you got to control our bladder better. Mm. I got a. Uh, <clears throat> I got that weird like. Thick spit because I had steak and cheese oh, and yeah. some mayo. So now my, my fucking spit's all like getting clogged up in my throat. Yeah, man. Got to have some shit on deck. I made some fucking uh, <clears throat> shaved steak. The other night, I mean, I just I buy like two of them, and then I make some mushrooms and onions, and fucking I'll throw a piece of cheese on it, mix it all up, or like that time I didn't even throw any cheese on it. Which is easy. Yeah, if you make a bunch of it, just to have as like burner food. Yep. <clears throat> so stuff like that's been pretty good. I've been um, doing that. I've been eating a lot of a lot of steak and stuff, a lot of pork chops. Yeah, I'm gonna do the the no carb, no sugar thing again. I I'm down almost 13 pounds. I mean, How I long have I, been doing it. Since January first, I <clears throat> the the bulk of it, like the first like eight and a half nine pounds, were all water weight, which yeah. I knew was that's how it always works. Uh, yep. So like this week, I only really lost like a, about a pound and a half. But like healthily, realistically, you're only supposed to really lose about a pound and a yeah, half. Yeah, and you're also going week. to the gym. Well, that's why I'm my I'm maintaining my mass. Like right. all the <clears throat> all the the winter, the last couple months before the shutdown, and then even after the shutdown, bullshit happened in November. I went real fucking hard, dude. I I I gained some fucking. I gained some bulk in my arms, and I fucking gained some big time strength back. So like, I'm I'm just trying to build back on that because I had a real good head of moment. I had well about nine weeks worth of so that's two and a half, two months, a little over two months of like just going fucking ball, balls to the wall to bring back. Except I want to start going to the gym, but I want to do free weights, but I don't want to spend more than fucking ten dollars for a membership, which means I got to go to Planet Fitness pretty much. No workout world. Yeah, workout world. I, I'm not a big fan of that place because for me it's like a high school reunion, and probably for yeah, you also. Probably, but um, they have, uh, they have free weights. They have actually, from what I've seen and heard, they actually have a lot of like, like hammer strength machines, things like that, which are like you put the plates on and do shoulder presses and stuff. Yeah. So it's, <clears throat> it's not like doing like a barbell right. You have press. some kind of guidance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you can really pinpoint which I like stuff like that, but yeah, like. Me too. It depends. I, I I like both, but I don't like it when it's like the band of machines or yeah, like you know like yeah, when they lift stuff. up the weights. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That stuff is only good for certain things. That kind of stuff is good for like leg press. That kind of uh, not leg press. Uh, yeah, uh, leg extensions. You know stuff like that. Um, I I do both. What I what I do is uh, I'll get into in a second. I have a uh, I bought a program a couple of years ago on my phone. I've been doing it on and off for years now. I know how to do my own thing, and I know plans that I've done in the past. And uh, this thing is like a – it's funny. It's, it's a fucking 12-week program. And in the two and a half, three years that I've had it, I've never been able to successfully get through the 12 weeks because I've always either gotten sick. Uh, I pulled my tricep or did something to my tricep last year, so I had to stop about eight and a half weeks in. I get to uh, the end of the second cycle of it. And then something happens. I like something always fucks it up. And then if I take a week or two off, I I have to start from scratch again yeah. because the way the system works, it like it's volume. So when you're doing volume, it's a lot of like um, not lightweight but lighter weight mm-hmm. in mid range reps. But then like it, it, as it builds up, you start going, you increase the weight and start doing drop sets. Yeah, and that's when you really start doing the fucking work. And it's three days on, one day off. But like it, what it is is it just gets my it gets the muscles that I like to have. Was it Rosie walk by, or is he talking to Peachy? It gets the muscles that I like to work, where I'm really strong, 
uh, in check. I'm really strong with my my arms are a strong point. My shoulders are strong. Even though I have bad shoulders, they're still a strong point, which is odd. They what I mean by strong point is they look good. Mm-hmm. So I'm into bodybuilding and stuff. So like uh, even if I don't look like one all the time, I I that's my style of workout. I like picking things up, putting putting them down. I don't like I don't like powerlifting. I've never been into that. I don't like the idea of. I, I I don't see the reason I don't see the a purpose for me to try to deadlift eight hundred pounds yeah. like that's just never been in my my brain doesn't understand that so I don't know but yeah like even if you just do the thing with bodybuilding style workouts is you can do them in cycles or sets or mm-hmm. um, supersets so it's it's better than doing cardio because not only are you doing cardio like you're 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 keeping your heart rate up which is essentially just what cardio is but you're burning uh, fat by using your muscles and you're building strength so mm-hmm. it's like a if you just do circuit training the right way, you don't need to waste your time with cardio. Although I, I do need to start like incorporating that because I have a plan in my brain now. And that's where I was building towards. So for that <laughs> fucking shutdown in November and December, that really fucked me up. That three Plus and a half cardio weeks. Yeah. Is good anyway that fucked me up bad. It's more mental to me. Yeah, it's it's a way to it gets build in, up your, your mental. Like, yeah. You know that keeps it fucking going. sucks. Nobody yeah. wants to do it. Right. It, it it's not fun. It's the least fun thing. It depends. There are people Bad in likes. this world. Yeah. It, it, there are people in this world that really love to like jog or yeah. really love to do that kind of stuff, and that's just where they go, and they they don't understand how to lift weights. And then there are people like me who I get how to lift weights. I know how to like move my body different because my body might be different than your body because mm-hmm. I've been doing it for so long. Or cardio, my I don't my body doesn't like running. I can run like a motherfucker. I'm fast. I'm quick. I can play basketball. Like I, I, you know, I, when I play basketball with, when I was doing the car dealership thing, dude, we played a game. When I was like 300 pounds still, and I was one of the quickest guys on the on the court. Like mm-hmm. I might not be able to shoot as well as everybody else, but defense wise, I'm real fast on my feet. You know, like mm-hmm. as far as that kind of um, look, guys, I'm not a fucking professional athlete, but I'm good like that because I have it. In, you know, my yeah, my body is built for that, but um. But just like just jogging for the sake of jogging is so fucking boring, dude. Yeah, I hate it. I tried getting into it a couple months ago. I started jogging. I would go to the track over here. You know where the Warwick School Department thing is? Right by, right yeah, by I know what you're talking about. It's right next to the maintenance department. Yeah, I was going over there. I went over there a couple times, and I'd like I'd get like like a you know a lap or two and a half, and I'm like, oh, then I'd walk, and then mm. I'd get another lap or two and a half, and I'm like. Man, this is fucking. It's just boring to me. There's yeah. nothing fun about it. And no. I get like some people are like, oh, throw on a an audiobook and just let your mind free. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, fuck that shit. It just sucks. It's not, whoa. It just doesn't go anywhere. I don't know. It's, it's just, you're a hamster in a wheel or like on a fucking treadmill. Like, dude, I don't jog or run at, ever. I didn't get them. I, 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 I went, I, I jumped on the fucking treadmill, treadmill the other day. I had an off day. Went there anyways. I said, fuck it. Let me, let me see what I can do jogging wise. Ran a mile and a half. Like, ran a mile and a half. Kept a seven minute mile pace on, on from what my phone told me. I think it was a little bit more than that. I think it was closer to like eight and a half, but that's still fucking fast for a 270 pound dude, you know? Yeah, I'd rather use, I don't like doing this either, but I'd rather use the uh, elliptical or something like that. Elliptical overall is better for your body, anyways. Yeah. It's better for your joints and your body. Um, real talk, all you really need to do on a treadmill is put up to like an eight or a 10 level uh, increase or yeah, incline. Incline. And then put it at like a three, three and a half, believe it or not, and you will sweat your fucking balls off. Yeah. Or a stairmaster, motherfucker, those things suck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're the best. And if you don't have access to that, just go up and down your stairs twenty for twenty minutes. You yeah. will fucking hate yourself. Oh yeah. So, so that was I don't know how I just got into that. I think we were trying to kill time for Ray to mm. come back. I apologize. Uh, 
While Steve. you did that, I ate another edible and fucking nice. decided to. Uh, <laughs> I like that Blanton's. It's good. It's actually kind of very reminiscent, like you said, of this. Yeah. I think it has just a little bit of an off on that. Of yeah. It, you know. Yeah, it's definitely like, like I said though, definitely a no ice kind of one, like you mm-hmm. said with that one. It's smooth, very yeah. smooth. All right, let's do it. Steve, if you want to get back and work it out, let me know. I'll fucking gladly try to set you up with something. All right. I can give you a couple different uh, free um, free programs to look into, just to, even beginner stuff, just to get yourself going again, even if you've lifted weights before. Yep. When you haven't in a while, it's... Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it fucks with you. Yep. All right. Here All we right. go. All right. I got to stop talking. <laughs>
That's what you would have heard in the crowd. In between there. Sorry, I I had to. The sp- like, look, the thick spit in the throat just gives you that. Oh, yeah. it, it gets you, boy. I I, I had it. I, I, I felt it, man. I can't wait to listen to this back and hear that and go, oh yeah, your boy got it still. Actually, what the fuck? There was an episode a couple weeks ago where I, I think we started out like that. Like I did that. Yeah, I think so. And I, th- I thought it, in my head it sounded better than I listened. It was one of the shows we did for the fucking end of the year. Yeah. And I, when I was listening to it back, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, oh, hey, look at that. All right, I'm not that old yet. Um, anyways, we're just gonna start a hip hop rap band. What do you think? Yeah, right. We, we'll come up with something. Come up with our own thing, our own spin on it. Has that ever been done? Death metal, like with hip, that had to. Oh yeah, oh, I'm sure. Six Feet Under did that song with Ice T one time. Oh yeah, which is kind of cringy. Yeah, I feel like I played that on the podcast once. Huh. If I didn't, might have. All right, uh, you know, we're just gonna take one more note. Ray, you can start because uh, I gotta take one last note on that last song. All right, I put sounds like Chronos, catchy, upbeat, thrashy, good lead riff, picks up a few minutes with some nice shred, short and sweet, and give us a two point five. Excuse me. Uh, nice thrash open, uh, good head nodder, little muddy production wise, but as a whole, it's a solid, uh, solid tune. Like the vocals a lot, actually. As the song went on, has a like early white zombie feel to it, or cadence and sound. Uh, mm-hmm. If you hear the old stuff, like the '80s stuff, yep. with white zombie, Rob sounded a lot like this. Uh, yeah, bef- I could hear that before yeah. he started putting the echo on his voice, like on what this Exocito, like once that shit came out. And even then, like that's you know, you could even hear yeah, a little bit of that. More of like the rockabilly kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it had kind of like an early white zombies feel uh, cadence to it, which is actually kind of cool. I, I, I dug that part of it. I gave it a two point five as well. So oh, also the sol- solid uh, solo section too. Cool. Uh, this is Venom. Okay. So yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it could be an influence on Zombie. Like I said, he influenced. I mean, everybody. Pretty much everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. There's not. I don't know enough Venom. I know like certain songs. And yep. I know the sound. Like I know them when I fucking mm. see it. But and I know like the music wise, lyrically like, wise too. It kind of driven. It was more. Yeah, it was all Venom. You know, fucking yeah. Pentagon. Hell and yeah. Yeah. And that shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that came out in 1982 off the Black Metal album. Awesome, wild dude. Yep. It's so fucking wild. Yeah, just think about hearing that in '82. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it really is mind blowing. I mean, I do that that extreme metal thing that that Sam Dunn dude did was was it, it is it's eye opening because you don't think about music from then. Like you really don't think about like like what what I played earlier. Right, I played like the easy hits, but I I wanted to like kick off the the show with like some yep. fucking fun, right? Because mm. there's that side of the '80s, which is like polished and fucking rock and roll and fucking bikers and leather and fuck you know, hot chicks and whatever. And then there's fucking Venom, and, like, you don't even think... Growing up, I never knew about any of that stuff, you know right. what I mean? Or well, that's kind of why or... I figured you guys were going to go more a little more traditional. That's why I went this route. I like it. Yeah. And the theme... I had, like, a secondary theme where this led leads... The influence of this leads to the second one, and the second yep. one leads to the influence of the third one, and they're all different genres, technically. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, the... Uh, back to the sequencing word. Yes. Um, I liked the way you went with it because you could tell that they all kind of like, you yep. know, yep. fell in line with each other. Um, Second track. Yeah. Didn't take too much notes. Uh, I just heard a lot of drums and lead. Uh, slows down into a gritty midsection. I gave us a 2.75. Cool. <laughs> Me and you were like, 
Right on key. You gave the other one a 2-5, right? For uh, some? 2-5, yeah. Okay. Blazing Thrash, early black death metal vocals. That's the other part with the 80s stuff. What I would call black metal vocals back then were death metal. Yeah. But, like, for me, like, like the other two, you would think the other two, like, Venom was didn't sound like black metal vocals, but they're the original black metal band, right. so it's weird. You know? The name of the album is called Black, black metal, metal. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to kick myself for not knowing this band. They sound super familiar, so I'm going to be real mad at myself when you say who it is. I was even kind of a little upset with myself for not knowing that the other one was Venom, but it is what it is. Um, nice break in the middle. Um, solid tune overall. I also gave this a 2.75. Me and Ray are like right in sync right now. So, so this is Possessed, All right. uh, the okay. Seven Churches EP. Song is Burning in Hell. Um, you know, that's kind of like Venom where they named the album Black Metal. It's not Black Metal, but Black Metal took influences from it where Possessed is a thrash band. They had a song on this called Death Metal. Yeah. Now people look at this as a de- and like the first death metal album. Yeah. yeah. Which is where I went with the third pick. Gotcha. Yeah. It's it's amazing that again it, it's amazing where like music is. I mean, look at Black Sabbath being the original metal band. Yeah. Like it doesn't even you would not constitute the song Black Sabbath as a heavy metal song these no. days. No. It's a rock and roll song. It's a dark rock and roll song. It's a heavy rock and roll song. But it's a fucking rock and roll song. Yep. But like. That's the original heavy metal song. That's what started it all, mm-hmm. technically. You know, I mean, fuck, even Judas Priest didn't start out as a metal band. They started out as a hard rock band. I mean, at this they point, blues, you, almost, you almost have to look at heavy metal and extreme metal almost as two different things. Mm. Oh, yeah, it is definitely two different things. It, that documentary thing, it, it spells it out for you. Yep. You can see where the where it went, you know? Yep. All right, go ahead. On the third track, I got more fast as hell, gritty, thrash, slash death. Uh, vocals have a nice heaviness to them. Uh, bass is nice and prevalent. Uh, nice pickup with some dirty lead. This almost reminds me of Corner in ways. Uh, I like the switches in this song a lot. I gave this a three. Cool. Okay. Uh, sounds like some early death metal. Um, has to be a Morris sound band for, or Florida band. Um, it has that death. It has the obituary. It has the early, like, it has that fucking sound to it to me. Um, uh, production is solid. Nice thick bass holding it all together. Nice groove in between the blast beats. Uh, also has a nice break in this song as well. I gave it a two eight. Almost was a three, but just a couple little mm. I don't know, polishing things would have turned this one into a three for me. But it's I'm pretty much right there with Ray on that one. So yeah, I think you called it. This is Death, okay. their first uh, album, Scream gotcha. Bloody Glower, and the song is Baptized in Blood. Okay, awesome. I I had a feeling that I had Death written down at one point. Yeah, but I was like, I don't, I, mean, it, it, I can't. I thought it was like almost, I don't know, I, I, don't know. I, I second guess myself. I, I had that written down. Then I was just like, oh, I'm just going to, that's where I, I filled in the Morris Sound Florida thing. Yeah. So I had them written down first. But. Yeah, you can see this. I mean, this, I mean, like possessed, people consider that possessed one, like the start of death metal, even though it's thrash. And this obviously is a death metal band, but you can still hear, still hear all the thrash in it. Oh, yeah. Because it's one of the first ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, like, even obituary to me, it's not. I think people call that death metal. It's not to me. That's not even close. The fr- like what I know of death metal is more like Morbid Angel yeah. or Cannibal Corpse. Like that's death metal to me. That's where my brain goes. Or Deicide or like that's the early shit for my brain. You know. Um, but like then I hear shit like this and I'm like, oh, like I can see it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I get where people are saying that. But Obituary had a lot of those those kind of different camps. Like pull like- the plug. You know, yeah, there was like chaotic stuff yeah. like Deicide and, mm-hmm. and Cannibal Corpse and shit, and then there was like 
big groovy fucking heavy yeah. riffs like obituary yeah. and they weren't necessarily blazing fast and and like, all that. I don't know, like Obituary kind of had almost like a punk death metal thing going on. Yeah. Like if you look at it was like, way more simple than most death metal. Like that metal. song I don't care. Like that shit is yep. more like punk but with death metal roots. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just weird to think. I mean, even look at where death metal is going today cuz there's death metal had a a little bit of a resurgence that turned into death core, right? Like the bands like White Chapel and Dead yeah, Rose and, that, and all those that bands. resurgence has resurfaced again, and it's just old school death metal. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what it turned into. Like, yeah. So those bands kind of started going. The kids that would have played that ten years ago, Suicide right. Silence and that and shit, now are going into like the underground because yeah. people want to hear fucking real music again, which is nice. Like the laptop era bands, like they're, they're going to be a thing because that's just where music is now. Like a lot of kid, like kids, like Rosie's age, they don't listen to full albums. They listen to like a, a song or two, then that's it. Actually, she's starting to listen to full albums again. Me and her had a nice conversation about it. She's like, I'm trying to give full things a chance. I'm like, fucking all day long. That's yeah. when you're going to find the real meat and potatoes yeah, like of the band. Yeah, that review of Neurosis, you can't just listen to parts of... You can't listen to just parts of Through Silver and Blood. That is an album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is meant to be listened to when it's full yeah, of... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of that, but yeah. I, I should probably go back and listen to it because yeah. I saw them in that that era. That was, yeah. what, 96, right? 96 or 98? Around that, yeah. Right, somewhere around there? I saw them open up for Guar, I think. Yeah. And I'm sure it was probably hated then. <laughs> I know? hated it. Yeah. The rest of the, the, I mean, the crowd that knew who they were, like the older dudes, yeah, uh, were all about it. But yeah. like, there was a lot of weed being smoked during that, and there were yeah. a lot of fucking shots doing it. Like that was old lupos. Yeah. So it just was. I mean, I was. It had to have been. Ninety nine when I saw that. So. Ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere in that, somewhere in there. So you know, whenever the fuck that album came, it had to. I, I saw like that time length of when they would turn into that and then i i went back and listened to fucking i bought the one of the first albums i, th- I can think it was the first album it's like punk yeah it's like like punky like hardcore kind of and I, I like that all so. double-edged sword and all that i think that's yeah, the one yeah. yeah i have it upstairs somewhere ray and i had started this discussion when <laughs> you were in the bathroom how music is cyclical you were talking about how it went to deathcore and that's kind of died out a little bit and it's come back to like old school death metal mm-hmm. I think you would see those cycles all the time where old stuff would come back, like new wave. And I don't think that's going to yeah. happen anymore, though, because music is so easy to make that you can just make whatever you want at any time and you can find your own niche audience. So there's going to be well, all this stuff is going to be back. And yeah, I, I, I think what it comes down to, though, too, is like you're never going to take away. We, we just want to we're, we're coming up on a year since we've seen. I don't know if you guys saw anything after that show that we went to at, at Ralph's. No, I don't, I don't no. think so. I went to one show. I went to see Thrice after that. That was the actual last show I saw. Both of those were in February, guys. So we're coming up on a year since we've seen live music, right? We're a, a music show. We're music fans. I I know I go to 10, 20, 30 shows a year, if not more, depending on the year and depending on what shows are coming through. Um, But I just – I think the thing is, is you can't beat – real live music you can't be underground live music and you, i think the reason why there's a little bit of an insert uh resurgence coming back is you can't replicate that feeling like you i've seen big polished bands right in recent bands a band like bring me the horizon for instance like that band when they started were real raw and heavy and mm-hmm. i saw them back then and like a legit riot happened and it was dangerous to go see the show you go see them now it's like 12 year old girls yeah well and listen they, to they, like you proof. can barely hear the fucking singer sing because he barely sings when he's on stage they're playing to a fucking track live albums are like 101 proof oh you're never gonna hear that was not gonna that, hear that, shit no like that's that. long gone they yeah. actually that metal show was talking about the live album and this was like 
10, 12 years ago yeah. when, they, when they were talking about it. But the, the day of the live album is gone. Somebody had a good – oh, I think it was Slash. It was the episode – one of the episodes they had Slash on, and he had a good point with it was – and actually that's one of the ways I got into Panther was 101 Proof Live. Yeah. If you were a kid back then – you you only had so much money, right? So unless you stole records or CDs, which I never, I didn't, I wasn't that kid, but I knew a lot of people that did that. Um, you would get what 10, 10, 20 bucks for your birthday or something. So yeah. the, ah, you know, like I'm gonna, me and my buddies are gonna go to fucking Newberry. I gotta find the album or that I read about in Revolver or back then it would have been like Circus or Hit Parade or one of those, you know, mm-hmm. Metal Edge or whatever. Um, I gotta find the album that I read about. And I, I hope it's good because this is the fucking one album I'm gonna be able to buy for a while. So like. Back then, live albums in the '70s blew up because instead of going and say you were a kid when Kiss was blowing up, you don't know if you're gonna like Destroyer, you don't know if you're gonna like Love Gun, you don't know if you're gonna like the three or four other you know, first albums, but like Kiss Alive is gonna play all their hits, mm-hmm. and it's like you get what why you want to go see a band like that because you get the live experience. You hear the fireworks going off in the background when you play that record. So like that, if if you liked that album, then you go and buy. Oh, hey, four of the songs on Kiss Alive, they played on Love Gun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy that album now because I know I like four of those songs. So, like, it was it was a safe bet to try. It was, like, the 90s version of the Greatest Hits album. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big thing in, like, the fucking the 90s where, like, those compilation Greatest Hits. I think it might come back. I don't know if it, maybe I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just because of the music I listen to and that old style stuff never goes away. But. A lot of the bands I listen to currently that are newer bands are doing live albums or during this whole pandemic, you're seeing tons of live shows on YouTube and stuff. I would say not even like, uh, all right, maybe it's not going to come back the way live albums, like you're saying, like, you know, one-on-one proof and stuff like that. Live shows with fucking thousands of people fucking seeing it. But live, oh no no no! Live, live music's shows. gonna come back. Don't. Oh, no no! I'm not saying live music's gonna come back. Live live music's gonna come back harder. I'm not saying that's. It's gonna, gonna come back bigger than ever. But what I'm saying, recording wise, you might hear maybe live music, not the same as it was. Yeah, in yeah the I, 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 I'm hearing a lot of it with the stuff I listen yeah. to. Bands are dropping live LPs and shit. Uh, Blood Incantation did one last year. Yeah. Um, some bands that are doing like Lionheart, the hardcore band that I listen to, they're yep. kind of like rappy. They dropped a live album last year from uh, they recorded it at um, Grass Pop or one of the things. In, they're fucking huge in Germany. They are fucking. They don't even tour in the U.S. anymore. Yep. They they literally only tour there. They Un- tour in Europe. They're massive there. Undeath just did one. I, I and a lot of them during this pandemic, they're you know getting in their practice space or whatever and getting something live recorded. Well, that's what I mean when like, I'm saying that. They're getting you know? something live recorded professionally and putting it out that's on, what I'm on saying a physical copy. Like and it's a live more, album. You're not necessarily you're not in a, a giant audience, but you're putting a live product right. out. See, right, the, right. the thing, see where I go with that, like that might be happening and like obviously with YouTube, YouTube's a big reason why you're not going to see it fully ever happen like a one-on-one proof live again where yeah. you hear yeah. the fucking roar of the crowd and yeah. you hear, like, you, you're never going to hear Rex's bass. Yeah. You're not, you're you, not you, hear you fucking hear Rex's bass. <laughs> I don't think you'll see it with yeah. the big bands, yeah. but you'll see it on you, an underground level. You, you might, but I, even then, though, it's still not going to feel the same. Without no. the crowd, th- to me, personally, there's. I think it's, no offense to any band, I think it's pointless without a live crowd, a yeah. big crowd behind yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's 100% pointless. That's kind of half of what These live streams are fucking tough thing. to watch, man. They're tough to watch because... It, a, the sound quality is weird. So unless you have a surround sound system or something, mm-hmm. it's fucking weird. It doesn't sound right coming out of TVs. B, there's no crowd to react. And like, I know for me, the heavy music, like every time I die, one of my favorite bands, I rave about them. Mm. They have an album coming out this year. I'm 
very excited for it. Um, they are a fucking live band, dude. Like, they are a live band. They they sell out. They know their lane. They stay in 500 to 1,000 cap rooms. They sell them out everywhere they go. They know that they're not a headlining. They know that they're not going to headline fucking House of Blues. Like, even though they've played there before and stuff like, and they, I think they've, they have headlined those shows, but they don't They don't sell out of the House of Blues by themselves unless yeah. it's like Buffalo. But they sell out the Middle East with 500 people all day long. And they'll sell out four days on a fucking weird little cruise, uh, booze cruise that they do in New York City. That they, they, go out, they go out and around. Um, they leave the harbor. They go out and around the Statue of Liberty. They play one full hour set on the way out. They take a 20-minute fucking intermission, and they play an entirely different set on the way back. And they do that for four nights in a row. Mm-hmm. So you get to see two shows in one night of, like, your fucking favorite band. And kids go fucking wild. They're, cr- they're crawling all over the fucking ceiling and shit. Like, yeah. throwing shit out off the fucking boat. Like, it's it's nuts. That band is a live band. You Like, as amazing as their albums are, they sell you when you see them in person. Yeah. And I think that's that album's been done since the end of 2019. When I saw them up in Buffalo, they played two new songs that, that weekend. And they, they held on to it because they, they make their money touring yeah they make their money on their merch they make their money in live show settings selling out small places selling out small venues they're like the kings they're right in between like they're they're like big enough to be for like you to con- steve or ray to consider them like a big band but they're not a big band right. they're actually really small they're big in certain circles mm. but they're a confusing band because they don't have one sound they're, like that's the thing with a band like that they're one of the last few like original sounding bands Anyways, that was just leading me to. I I watched their live their live stream thing, and as cool as it was, like they did it smart. Where they did like their funny band, they did it's kind s- of depressing. Seeing the super band depressing, like, it, you know, especially a band like that. I know knowing that, band that a band you follow for all your life is putting out something. This is the only way that they can really make. It's the only way they can make money. It. It's sad. They did it right to me though. They did yeah. skits and shit yeah. in between. They did it so technically it wasn't a live stream. Yeah. They didn't. They weren't playing the music live. They recorded it a, a week before. But they were smart, in my opinion. They they're known for doing stuff like that too, and they made funny shit in between. So it was right, like not all bands show. can do that because right, you know, not all bands can do funny skits in between mm. and right. still take them seriously. So That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's so a lot of bands are kind of hand handcuffed with yeah. that. You know, like even even that down live stream. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of regretted not buying it, but like I watched it on YouTube the next day, and it surprised the shit out of me. It was phenomenal. But would I have rather see that live? Oh, of course. Well, fucking absolutely. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. Absolutely, a band like that can get away with it because you can, you can. It's rock and roll, so you're into listening. To, you know, like that Scour live stream, man. As, as much as like we kind of talked about doing it, I don't know if I'd want to sit here and watch that. I don't know if I'd be have the concentration for it because mm. it's you're not going to get the that fucking ferocity that you want out of that. You're you want to go to a feeling. show. You want to get some drinks in you. You want to fucking. Yeah, you want to fun. You push somebody around. You want to. What when a fucking know. big song comes up, you want to put your arm around your fucking yeah. buddy and fucking sing along and put your arm in the. the I hate to say it, but I kind of miss having to fucking put my arm up. You know yeah. what I mean? Having to guard yeah, a fucking fuck yeah. you know some, something coming. From I miss me. catching somebody fucking doing yeah. a, a flip off the front uh, off the fucking stage. I miss yeah. like seeing a kid every time I die. I miss seeing a kid crawl on the fucking air ducts yeah. and drop on top of a pit. Like I miss that shit. And like not for nothing, and it, when it's a sellout fucking show in a small place. And, like, it's so hot in the fucking room in February that the goddamn fucking ceiling is sweating on you because it's that hot in there. When we went to... And I'm like, not going to mention I the band. That. But when we went to go see the band in uh, fucking... I can't remember. In Massachusetts. When we were fucking jammed in that room and the big fat smelly guy was there and shit. 
Tell me that place did not was overpacked for what it was. You talking about Tigers Den? Uh, Ramallah. Tigers Den? No, not Ramallah. When we went to go see um, Slow Fag. Oh, Slow Fig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll say it correctly. Yeah. Um, no, that's the I middle. Had to that's do the. It. Ups- I had to do it. I know. That's the. You can say it. we're <laughs> fucking three hours into the show. Nobody's listening to it at this point. Well, nobody that's. But tell be me that that place. If you were in that place and that was packed, it would have been a fucking. Well, that's the Middle East. That's the upstairs. That's a hazard. So you know, like- <laughs> no, no, no. You, have you ever seen a show in the basement? No. no. You have, yeah. right? Dude, you think the upstairs is weird? Yeah. Nothing. It's nothing compared to the basement. That, the basement, I saw, I saw. It was like 100 degrees in there, if not worse. That's nothing. Which one's the you upstairs know? and which one's downstairs? So upstairs. Which one has all the seats to the left? It looked like, because you said the paint the looked like it was peeling they off the walls. They kind of bolts you, though. That's the problem. <laughs> both so the, the downstairs. Yeah, well, the bolt. So which one's yeah. the bigger one? Downstairs. downstairs. In my opinion, it's bigger. But it's, 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 it's perception. See? I've played the upstairs. My drugs? So the upstairs is upstairs looks like Ralph's. Upstairs is like when you walk in, you walk in from the side. And then there's like a little bar, and then it's like it almost almost like walls with like uh, almost look like that, like an arch. Yeah. And you walk in from the side, and then there's a stage, and there's like pillars and walls, and then the sounds behind you, soundboard. And then to the right is like more open space with a bar, and then that's where the bands line their shit up. It it looked kind of sketchy. I would honestly (laughs) upstairs. I would I would imagine that's like a two hundred to three hundred cap room. If that, that's where I played. And then the basement's like five or six hundred, I think. Yeah. And I've seen. I saw Sinners and Saints there, which was wild because that's all fucking blood for blood Boston people, and they're yeah. from Boston. But that was that wasn't that was subdued because that's the rock mm-hmm. band from Rob Lind. But every time I die and fucking um, knocked loose, sold out in that place, and dude, I'm telling you, like, it reminded me of when I would see every time I die at the living room. Like it was rowdy and wild, and it's dude it's fucking insane and you're in a basement like there's no yeah i don't know where the exits are but like it's it's something happened it's, yeah it's sketchy as fuck dude and it's the ceiling's low yeah and there's like beams and shit and i'm telling you man like when every time i die i played there it was so fucking hot in there it was hot as ceiling... when we were in there no it was because it's summertime yeah. when we went so of course it's gonna be hot this is fucking march or something like mm-hmm. early march when i went to see this everybody had like so everybody's got fucking coats and sweatshirts on and going absolutely fucking mm. insane and the dude, the ceiling was sweating like it was pouring fucking water from it, and everybody felt like a pipe burst because kids were like crawling on them, but they weren't. Mm. It was nuts, man. It, but like, I miss that. I miss that fucking feeling. I miss yeah. that like that raw like Ralph's. We just started really starting to sh- see shows there. We were supposed to go to that fucking death metal festival thing. Yep. Hopefully they open back up. I mean, man, I I hope I wish to see places like that. I wish would get like an asylum clause or a, a landmark clause. They've been there forever. Like the city of Worcester should fucking go and be like, Hey guys, we're going to protect you with a landmark. Uh, well, they're law. open though. So, I mean, I don't know how that would work. Landmark. Yeah. Clause. But so, the fucking, so like, in other words, what they essentially, what it is, is I don't know. I don't know if every state has them or every city city has them, but there are things like that where it's like, um, it's like, uh, it's protected. So in yeah. other words, like they kind of like let them, I don't. I don't think they have to pay taxes. I don't think they have to do certain things. Like I think they protect them and keep them going with like the city money, so they can stay open, almost like a hall of fame or like yeah, a it's theater just or stay open without having to worry about doing live shows. Basically. Yeah, well, yeah, just yeah. so they can stay stay alive. You yeah. know, that's gonna fucking suck. I don't know if that building's owned. I would imagine it is by this point, but like, who knows if they're paying rent on that land? Mm-hmm. Who knows if what the situation is? Like the comedy store in L.A. That, that's what's going on there. They're trying to. Paulie Shore is trying to get landmark rights. So they, because otherwise they're probably gonna end up shutting down. The place has been around. That's the mecca of comedy. I, I keep I keep seeing bands who are dropping albums. It's just saying, yeah, we're hoping to be on tour by 
uh, such and such a date. We, we're pretty sure it's going to be open by a date. And everyone seems to have close to the same date. So I'm yeah. wondering if they have it's some kind of inside the Hopefully. The knowledge, the, the what I keep on hearing is the early wave is May. The yeah. late the, the late wave is August. Like, shows will be happening again by August. It's, it's going to happen. I don't know at what capacity, and I don't know where. I'm real worried that some fuckery is going to happen. Hey, K-Dog's home. Some fuckery is going to happen, and they're gonna, they, they might try to pull the old, like, oh, you have to, you have to either Get a show vaccine. a negative test or show that you have the vaccine. Hmm. Or, hey, this is a 500-person place. We're only going to allow 100, and everyone's going to stay separated. Well, the, the, early, the, early, the early openings, I think that's going to happen. But they I, must know that's not going to happen at a fucking show. At a point, you're going to have to just go back to fucking caveman days and just fucking pack them in. Come on. Well, I th- yeah, I think I agree. You I know, think what's going to happen on. is I think the underground's going to have a resurgence. Have a like, resurgence. Dude, yeah. oh yeah. Renegades bullshit bar over if here. They They've can been start doing it now. Weekends. You're going to see people say, "Listen, they did it." Yep. So why can't I do it? Fucking Renegades has been having shows like just cover bands mm-hmm. and the fucking parking lots are packed. Yep. So much so that the like the fucking dog room in place two buildings over had to fucking put up uh, big blocks so people couldn't drive in there and they have to fucking rope off the entrance now because too many people were parking in there during the fucking fucking pandemic yeah that's how big that was so you there's no way they're gonna go bust everybody's balls like man if shit opens up even a little bit in a city like worcester dude they got bigger fucking problems going on than going and busting fucking Ralph's yeah, balls yeah like opium epidemics oh yeah I forgot to say that uh, my gym did have a health inspector come in the other day but like Luckily, I've, everybody's been wearing, like, gaiters and shit at least. So, worst case scenario, somebody comes in, you just throw yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah. But most of the regulars were in there that night. And uh, I know I had mine down or whatever. I only wear it if people fucking yeah, exactly. wear it. Yeah, exactly. Wear it when you're trying to fucking be respectful of some yeah. bullshit. Some and, uh, bullshit. Exactly. This big, big fat fuck. I mean, I'm, dude, big fat fuck. Like, like little ways, big fucking ballooning belly hanging over it. Fucking looked like shit. Big fucking no neck and chin. Walks up with a clipboard, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I'm not paying attention. I'm in the middle of working out, and this dude who's a regular, he's like 50s. Nice dude comes over. He's like, hey. And I had my headphones blaring. I you know, I tap my button or whatever. I'm like, what's up, man? I can hear him pass through. He's like, uh, he goes, yo, that's the health inspector. Just throw, throw your thing up. I'm like, all right, cool. And he went around to like every individual person was like, yo. Yeah, you kind of have to play fucking and they, cool. Yeah, they well, they got away with it. The only thing yeah, that yeah. they had to do, there were four people on the treadmills, and they're just, there's only four treadmills, and they were packed right into each other so he's got to find some reason to bust your balls yeah man. so the owner had to put up the owner had to God put up forbid everybody's tape. doing so the right thing you know yeah yeah right yeah you're you're, you're you know? there trying to make yourself fucking healthy and this big fat fuck walks in to tell you that you're fucking you need to stop get the fuck out of here yeah but what i'm saying though is, is like i finally saw it and uh i'm hoping that like that's the only thing i'm worried about with sh- like little shows but realistically place like Ralph's, dude, the city of... Uh-oh, your shit kicking in? You look like you're fucking fading all of a sudden. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's kicking in. All right. Uh, we should probably wrap this one up anyways. We're getting into it. But actually, this turned into a... Yeah, it's a good discussion. Good conversation. Yeah. Good, good shows. Hey, guys. I'm hopeful. I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that... Uh, Dude, I'm at a fucking point where I might just go to Renegades next weekend and just go see live music. I don't even give a fuck anymore. You know I what I'm surprised I haven't seen happen is... People organizing shows themselves and doing it in the fucking basement or something. You know what I mean? There's too many. The, mm, that's a story for a different day. But I think there's. I think there are too many people. There's too many whistleblowers. Yeah. There are too many people. That's also going to be a problem if they do start doing shows again, restricted shows. 
yeah. uh, other places who run shows are going to tattletale on other places doing shows. I, I had I'm that happen to me. Too. We overfilled a place, and a place down the road called on the other place, the the fire marshal or something, that had to shut down. Like I, I guarantee that kind of shit's gonna happen yeah, too, which yeah. is stupid because if you're a promoter, you want everyone doing shows, be, at, at least in a time yeah. like this. I'm hoping people are cool, man. I'm yeah. hoping people fucking like just like let a caveman be and like realistically, here's the thing, man. Just sign a fu- make people just sign waivers. Yeah, I think we all realistically have an understanding of what's going on. Yeah. So like, I'm going like, to well, yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> even for, uh, I'm That's just, it. I'm done. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so frustrating that they just, if, if, listen, if you're not afraid of this thing, you should be able to go to a show. You should just be able to sign a waiver and just say, Hey, I'm a, yeah. If I'm going to, a if fucking, I catch it, I catch it. If I'm yeah. going to a fucking death metal show, there's no one going there. That doesn't know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be. That's any, actually a great idea. Disclaimer be, type of thing. Because guess what? Yeah. I don't think ninety percent of people are afraid of this thing. No. Anymore. There's not so, going to be any sign old disclaimer. There. If you have a problem, then you could take it up then. Yeah. yeah. There's not going to be any old unhealthy people there that mm. you're endangering. Everyone that goes wants to be there and knows the risks. So just go Bro, do it. If here's you the deal. If you're afraid of it. Don't fucking go. Exactly. And if yeah. you're that, if, if you're afraid of it and you're not sure, you can wear your little fucking mask. <laughs> exactly. I grew up in the fucking era in the early 2000s with hardcore, where every fucking stupid little spin kit kid wore a fucking bandana to go punch people in the face with. Mm-hmm. I used to. Why can't going, they do that now? I used to love going to concerts and watching people with the earplugs in. Why are you going to a concert? <laughs> yeah. Don't go, dude. I've only ever done that once. I did that at a at a Hatebreed show, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie. Like, I only let them. I only put them in enough. This is like, maybe if you're standing music. right next to the fucking speakers. Well, I, I understand that. I, I I put them in, and I put them in loose just so I could I because I'd never done it before and yeah. somebody handed it to me I'm like oh let me see what the deal is and like within I don't know four songs I ended up taking them out I'm like yeah, I can't fucking like, do it. I'd rather just I'd rather just I have off. lost a significant amount of hair oh fuck yeah I have beat oh, yeah. Yeah. we've all lost hair <laughs> yeah, yeah guess yeah. what I'd rather go to a show and lose my hearing than fucking stand there and be like lose your hearing almost completely for like a, a day yeah after yep, a I've, concert. I've, 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 you I've, leave the concert with your ears ringing I have that a, means you've been to a concert I have a permanent <laughs> ringing it, it comes in and out oh, all the yeah, time me too. I, yeah. it's, it's never gonna go away I know I know I fucked my hearing up I know I can even tell you the concert I saw uh, Fear Factor one time at Old Lupo's I think it was a snowcore tour and I was right next to Dino's fucking Dino side yeah, yeah and I was dude I was right next to the fucking speaker it's even worse if they fucking hit that fucking note where it's just like oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. he was especially that that band's a super loud band anyways because there's yeah. so much electronics and shit and that's when they had like a keyboard player in the back and like they were doing all kinds of like weird shit and like I man my ears are, the only bit there's only been a handful of bands that are like live have been incredibly loud and fucking Pantera I've never I've never felt anything like that before yeah like live the fucking absolute most them and Slayer Slayer I've seen live a couple times and they're they're about as loud but uh depending it depends on the place I mean anyways that's a story for another day but yeah I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking that's probably where it's gonna end up going it's gonna have to I think if you just you can do the fucking forehead check thing which doesn't tell you anything yeah but whatever you wanna play that game no problem I think it should just be Hey man, now that the vaccine's rolling out, blah blah blah. Hey, we're gonna start it with this. Everybody sign a waiver walking in. If you're fucking, if you're comfortable just having a fucking good time and you're not gonna sue us because you you got the vid or you got sick or whatever else, no God problem. Forbid, Here you go, come on in. You, God forbid you have a common cold. Yeah. Or you know. Or the any, fucking allergies, dude. You get allergies now. Or and, anything. Yeah. You people fucking, are looking at you with fucking heads like you are the fucking anti. All that's all that's gonna go away though. <laughs> even, it's, without, I feel like it's already starting to calm down. Without yeah. a waiver, you could 
have have somebody make a fucking concert app where when I go to work every day, I have to answer, do you have symptoms? No. Do you do this? No, 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 yeah. no. Do you mm. promise to stay six feet away? Yes. Submit. Boom. Mm. There you go. And if, you know. The only problem that people aren't going to promise. Promises in this world are not promises. Right. <laughs> right. You, get, you, get, you get some rowdy motherfuckers with long hair and leather yeah. jackets. They're not. They're no. going to be on top of each no, other. No, no, yeah, yeah. But those people, listen, man, the people that are going to go to those shows are not going to be afraid of, like, people they're aren't the people that know this. exactly yeah, what they're getting exactly. into. The, what, what I'm worried about with that is, is the fucking, the places like, uh, uh, like Xfinity Center where like corn and those kind of like those amphitheater places yeah because you do have older people there yeah that like you don't know they they might be like oh this person was too close to this person get the fuck shut up yeah don't show up don't go yeah those would be a problem but small shows like Ralph's would not be a problem no I don't think the AS220 fucking yeah. uh, Alchemy if that's still open like, Met, the Met Cafe if that's still open mm. Any of those places. Yeah, I'm dying to go see, like, an actual metal show where, like... Oh, know, yeah, real band. You don't have to fucking deal with this bullshit anymore. Like, come on. I'm just... still waiting for someone to get some money together, like I said, and offer some band some money in a fucking field somewhere or a basement and just yep. have some people fucking come through I'm... and... I'm show. sure that that's happening. What's happened, gonna happen? Was the but, FBI gonna break the doors right? down and say you're fucking They're breaking doing our rules? Well, no, no, no. Actually, no. Actually, yeah, yeah. dude, gyms. Yeah. Gyms have had. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the fucking the footage, but there, are, there are a couple of gyms in certain in uh, Pennsylvania and uh, bank account New York. Shut off. Yeah, New, yeah. The guy, the guy from fucking uh, that one was New Jersey, I think. Yeah. And uh, they fucking they shut the dude. They they tried shutting everything down. Joe Rogan and the dude from Fast and Loud actually were talking about that guy. They saved a bunch of lives, guys. Right? Yeah. They saved no, no. a bunch of lives. No, no, no. Not a not a single. Positive test has been traced back exactly. to any, so, any gym. So they're doing a great job, dude. If you go to my gym right now, I was, I was telling you when you got here. Yeah. No bullshit, man. It's a, it's an interesting like uh, character study or whatever's going on yeah. with who's wearing a mask and who's not. Right. You would think that it would be all the older people, the boomers, the people who are really like more. I'm only like, doing it out of fucking respect. Whatever. Well, yeah. At my it. gym, that's it. More of I would say like the 40s to 60s. None of them are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two, but they all take them off once they're once they're in there. It's all like the 21, 24-year-olds. It's all the fucking young dudes. It's the 21-year-old kids who are looking for fucking brownie points. Yeah. That's, that's really what it is. That's really... Just, it's, it's they all just it want to all fall in line because they don't want to be the fucking yeah. black sheep. Oh, and the Asians. Yeah. The Asians all wear masks. Well, they wear masks. Well, they yeah. were wearing masks before the coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. I'm just... But I'm just simply saying, like, it's it's funny at my gym. It's it's because my gym is a little bit different. It's a, yeah. it's a private... Well, privately owned, technically, even though it's a... Uh, a bigger place but it's because it's you have to have a key pass to walk in there so it's not yeah it's not like a it's not like a planet fitness where they have every other fucking mm. thing shut down with like a plexiglass or whatever i worked out in one of those places a couple months ago i went i went and worked out with johnny mod and like uh at the, the planet fitness near him uh, uh it was like october and you know you have to they just tell you you have to wear the thing in between stages or whatever mm. but it's it's still weird because they do they have shit blocked off and some people still jog with one of them on like, get the fuck out of here man. Yeah. You're just nah, never mind. You're breathing in your own carbon, carbon <laughs> never dioxide. Mind. I'm it's just terrible. gonna shut up. Not a f I'm not a fucking scientist, but whatever. Anyways, all right. Uh we should, what are we three hours in? Two twenty one. Ah, oh, that's it. That's actually not bad. We nice. actually did pretty good. This was a this was a good show. Hey, this is a good show, guys. Oh yeah. I had fun. Talking you know what it is? I I'd say it's part of the eighties. Plus, if I was drinking too, we would have had a, we would have gotten real rowdy. Huh. I could keep on going about the live music thing because I'm I'm dying for it. Me too. We I all are, man. We all are. 
It's it's got to happen, man. I'm starting to go crazy. And to tell you the truth, before this, I wasn't going to a lot of shows. You're gonna now. Mm-hmm. But now that if it comes know. back to where I want to do it, it's, see, I, I was. That's the only thing like, I have. It's like if they took weed away from me. Yeah. I would hit the fucking train harder than I ever did (laughs) if they brought it back. Live music, especially in a small setting, is going to blow up when this all blows over. I'll tell you one thing. See, I'm somebody that goes to a lot of shows every year, but I think what's going to happen for me now is if nobody's around that wants to go to something, I'm just going to go to it from now on. I'm just going to go by myself. I'd actually probably have more fun by myself. You guys are pretty good to go. You're going to turn into the, uh, the typo guy. I'm gonna no, yeah. I'm, I'm not far off. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the about? yeah. I'm gonna be the fucking creepy dude. The, the Who shows up guy. at every show. I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah. Because I just I, that's I, I've this year what it what has done for me what last year really did for me is it redirected a lot of where my where my mind is at where my head's at and I'm I'm ready to like start becoming more of a I already had kind of a loner's brain but I'm really like becoming more of a fucking I think it's at the point in my life where. I have some friends that are settling down, having kids, doing this, getting married, and whatever. And like, I'm that's not where I want to go in my life. I already had my kid. I did my mm-hmm. my time with that kind of thing. So, and I went through concerts th- through all that. But like, I know now who I am and what I, what I want to do with myself. And like, I had a I had a fucking depression moment yesterday. I was, I was looking. I've been over the over a couple two days ago. I, I saw the fucking li- the lineup for uh, Psycho Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and it's. Pretty much the exact same lineup as last year, which is amazing. But then they added a couple of bands I like, and I'm like, oh my god, this has got to be the year I go. This has to be the year I go because who knows what's going to happen, right? Now that we know that, it yeah, might, that might actually go away. turns out. I was thinking the same thing. Well, Steve, guess what? Guess no, no, no. Guess what? As I already looked up flights just to see how much it was, like 300 bucks on Southwest. If you book it up early enough there and back, that's nothing. We could get a fucking hotel room, blah blah blah. I know people out in Vegas. I could yep. probably go stay with people. I'm like I'm like planning in my head. I'm like, yeah, man, I can fucking buy this thing soon. Like, if I know that that's what I'm gonna do, I have eight months to put like a grand away just to have a fucking blast with. And then my, my I hang out with my mom and she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, what's going on with Cass's wedding? She goes, oh, it's in like August sometime. I'm like, you motherfucker, <laughs> you motherfucker. I'm like, have her text me what the date is, yeah. so I know. Sure as shit. She goes, oh hey, mom told me you wanted to know uh, when the date is. It's well, I'm not I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter, yeah. but it's it's August 21st. Oh, of course, it's uh, fuck. Psycho yeah. Las Vegas is 20th, 21st, 22nd. I'm like, motherfucker! Like, even if I... I would have I been able to go out and see, like, see like one day of it at least. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. I got, you know, I got to do my thing. Which means you can't go either. You got to be there. And I'm like, I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm going to bring Steve as long as my dates. So you can't go either. DJs. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to get that book now. I can't wait. No, but listen. I mean, it, put it in retrospect. The the live music thing has been has been really going through my brain a lot, considering the fact that we're coming up on a year. And God damn it, man, I'm going through withdrawals, boys. I'm going through withdrawals. <sighs> I'm gonna just start fucking playing live music in my basement and fucking <laughs> mosh pitting in the ray. Anyways, we should wrap this one up. Let's yeah. call it a fucking day. It was fun. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Good. Peace.